Six-pack double feature, two friends, two movies, and too much beer. Today, Nathan and Travis grab some oat sodas, hit the lanes, and try to pick up a spare. Hey! Over the line! It's Kingpin and the Big Lebowski today on Six-Pack Double Feature. that brung you dumb and dumber. You wouldn't happen to have a Phillips head screwdriver, would you? He's the man with the rubber hands. Oh, creepy. He's the Amish kid with the golden arm. Whoa! <laughs> you could be a champion. I'm just not interested. You suck! Now, these two pinheads will teach each other just about life in the fast lane. You're about to embark on a great adventure. Does anyone else want one? No, I'll take a couple jugs. Woody Harrelson, what have you been doing all these years? Drinking. Randy Quaid. This is pretty good fun for only $2.99 a minute. Vanessa Angel. Get your hands off me. And Big Bad Bill Murray. On July 26th. Watch the door. Get your mind in the gutter. I will pay you $1 million to sleep with your friend here. Kingpin. <laughs> Are you still drinking? No, 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 no. I, I don't. That's that's behind me now. I just. Why are you buying? I'm buying. I'm buying. All right, you're buying. <sighs> Joe buying? That was dumb. <laughs> Ignore that. Let's start over. <laughs> <laughs> hey gang, welcome in. Six pack double feature. I am currently not Nathan, and I am currently not Travis. For always. And, Always uh, and forever. <laughs> like the lady up top told you, and the trailer told you, and if you still don't know. Hey, this is six-pack double feature. <laughs> this is Kingpin. Uh, yeah, we did uh, We did a couple of bowling movies. Going to do this one and uh, get into the Big Lebowski, Big Lebowski later. later. I, I, I remember if this was – I don't remember if you wanted to do Lebowski or if, if I did, but I – Always have thought I've always was, wanted to do Lebowski, but I've, I've always thought it was kind of interesting that the two movies were done by a pair of brothers, right? Relatively close to each other, and they're about bowling, and they're released within a couple of years of each other too. I mean, this was ninety six, yeah. and Lebowski was ninety eight. So, and that's pretty much where the similarities stop. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is a screwball comedy. <laughs> if you've seen Dumb and Dumber, that brung you Dumb and idiots, Dumber. What, what initially always stuck out to me was that on the cover on the artwork roy has like a captain hook hand like just oh, a straight yeah. singular mono not the uh grippy dividing yeah. like two finger curved hook thing. yeah the grippy hook um a little more versatile and even in the uh the trailer i believe it shows him having the uh captain hook hook yeah and i don't know why they did that i i couldn't tell i you. didn't find it in trivia so or if i did i don't remember and if i did and we talk about it we're all going to learn together at the same time <laughs> i clearly need more beer <laughs> do uh do you think he made that 4710 split at the beginning like it sure as hell was sh like in the beginning when he's hot shit roy it the hardest the hardest split is 710 was it a 7 or was it, was it a 410 four, seven, okay ten. four uh, I don't know. I know very little about bowling, but I know the seven ten is the hardest yes. to make. But the four seven, the four is in front of front. the seven. I don't have a layout. So it's got to be yes. your bowl. Um, you hit the four into the seven and then swing right. it around at the ten. But it, it sure as hell looked like he made it. 
Like literally, like literally the way Kurt, they shot it, and he like the way Kurt it. Russell made that half court shot in the movie we do not reference, but he really made that half court shot in Escape from L.A. What movie is this? I'm unfamiliar. It's uh it's all you need to know. It's a little piece of uh, shit and, movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, in um, did you know Alien Resurrection? I was where that's where I was going. I think of that it. shot. It went out of frame, so most people think it was fake, yeah. but it was legit. I saw it on the behind the scenes. Yeah. She did the, the the crew and everybody were, were clapping yeah. and stuff, and she's that she's well deserved. Weaver, so, yeah, yeah, that's badass. Anyway, I digress. The uh, so that that was that's basically my first impression is why that why did they swap the hook out? Um, but the, <laughs> they they get you right off the bat with this movie. They bring it in all sweet and everything, uh-huh. and it, and it <laughs> it's the you know the 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 um. The dad in the uniform, and he calls his kid. You think they're going to go have a catch? And the oh. kid comes running, and he eats shit jumping over that fence. <laughs> I laugh. That's such Farley Brothers, man. I laugh every time because he, dude, he biffs it. Yeah, it, it's so funny. It, it reminds me of like the begin. I don't, have you ever seen The Natural? No, the, no, I haven't. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but there's there's kind of like that whole father-son thing and let's go have a catch at the beginning and yeah like, this all right this is where you want to hit it son so it has that same feel but it's just were they parodying that do you i think, think so just a little, kinda, that's okay. how i would have seen it okay um something else i always noticed too i noticed going back watching this their soundtracks are always this one this one was really this was probably their biggest soundtrack like pop hits that I kind of okay. that I remember. Dumb and Dumber had a few, but this one they were they were specifically like hitting the nail on the head. Yeah, they they, they really more so than there's something about Mary, which was what, a couple years after this, I think. Which we so we just watched that the other night on a like in a Friday night movie. Yeah, yeah, it's still funny, but there's some there's some Didn't, stuff that does not that hold age up. Well. Yeah, yeah, is that hair gel? No, that's still funny, and that holds up quite that's well. That's gross. <laughs> it's Pantene protein. It's a protein C. <laughs> protein C. Gross. Oh, gross is right. Um, do you remember? Oh, hey, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking um, Sam Seventy Six. It's just Sam Adams. It's their. What is it? No particular reason. No, just something I'm, different. I'm drinking. Classic can Miller Lite today because that's what the dude drinks. Yeah, I was thinking about that, but I chose against it since we'll partake in a White Russian when when we hit the yeah, second half. I thought we would not we might. Yeah, have a White Russian. That, uh, I mean, Caucasians. Yeah. For now, having some oat sodas. So yeah, exactly. Um, Do you remember what Vanessa Angel was known for before this movie? Spies like us. Um, was she in that? She was one of the Russians in Spies Like okay. Us. Okay. I know that she was. That was her first role. Actually, she was. Um, she was in the Weird Science television adaptation. Oh. She was the girl that was created by the two kids. Good job. I I had to look it up because I wrote down here. I'm like, uh, what was the last relevant thing that Vanessa Angel was in after Kingpin? And I looked it back, and I I think she had gotten her. This was in between uh, seasons of. She probably shot this. On oh, a really? summer break or something like really? that. Yeah, huh. her it was a USA show, so it was kind of like syndicated. It was still airing in '96. <sighs> Possibly, oh. I'd have to I'd have okay. to double check. I could be wrong on that. She's but mostly TV now. I don't know what she's been in since then. I, I it just it seemed she odd. was good. Yeah, she was good, and she was she served her purpose. Yeah, she made the guys go whoa, and she could play off the humor well. Yeah, she had good know? timing. Yeah, she wasn't just an idiot. Does it feel like 
most of like Bill Murray's lines were improvised in this film. I, f- I feel like you write a movie with Bill Murray in mind. You don't you, need to you, write a you screenplay. Here's, here's the screenplay. Yeah. <laughs> and just throw it back behind his head. I got this. Which I think, what did I read? It might be for this. I don't remember. I think he got the script, read it once, and said, I got it. And he... I got this. Yeah, I know. I know what I'm gonna. Do. I know. I know what I'm doing here. Um, which I think. I think that'll probably come up in my trivia. So, well, I'll. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is a. This is a solid follow up to Dumb and Dumber. It is. I think studios saw. Oh wow! Look what they did with. Let's get them whoever they want. And let's let them do whatever they want. It's not as good as Dumb and Dumber. I don't no. think. It's different. It is. Uh, it's. I think my wife would find this one uh, more watchable than Dumb and Dumb. Well, she doesn't like Dumb and Dumber to begin with, but she would have found this one more watchable for some reason than Lebowski, just because it's a different type of narrative. She doesn't like Lebowski. No, I think she's indifferent to it. So. Why did you marry her? Uh, Star Wars. <laughs> because Star Wars. I know. <laughs> I know. They really do. As you say that, it's actually the characters are more developed than they are in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. But well, there's more story there, sure. and there's there's less poop and fart jokes. No I mean, more, it's there it, more dick and boob jokes in this. Yeah, but it seems much much lighter in in the. You know what? You don't need to do that as much with this one. Sure. Okay. Do you want to? It's low brow to an extent, but sure, it's, sure, it's like, sure. It's medium brown. <laughs> One of my favorite lines is, and I, I have a favorite line, which I think I'm actually going to play a clip for you when we get to it. But nice. When they're in the bar, and she goes, oh, there's my boyfriend, Skidmark. And he goes, hi, Mr. Skidmark. <laughs> you know, that's Roger Clemens, right? No. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I think all of the, I think um, the Farley brothers, I believe they are from the New England yeah, area. Yeah, they're from Rhode Island. That's okay, it is movies, Rhode Island. That's why okay. all their movies happen in Rhode Island. Okay. Um, except this one. This isn't Rhode Island, isn't it? Like it's in, uh, it's Muncie, isn't he from Muncie? No, his last no. name is Munson. Munson. Okay, he's yeah. from uh, Pennsylvania. Is it okay? Mm-hmm. Starts off in Iowa, then it's in Pennsylvania. That's what it was. It was Iowa. Then it's the other state with the I. Uh, Illinois. Yeah, Indiana, mm-hmm. Idaho. Yeah. Um, I think that ticks them all off. Um, <laughs> these guys, the Farley brothers, is it Farley or Farley? I think it's Farley, but I've heard it pronounced both ways. Um. Let's give them a call. Let's they, find out. <laughs> they excel at buddy like road movies. They do. It's most of their movies involve we need to get to this other yeah. point in destination. I never really thought about that. I know. But then you Dumb and Dumber, yes. Kingpin, yes. Something about um, Mary. Something about Mary, yes. Um Me, myself and Irene. Yeah. Road, something oh, that, about Mary is they minimize the road trip. But they but gotta go but, but they, they gotta go down in, to Florida, right? In there, yeah. 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 And I don't think Stuck on You was more of a much of a road never movie. Never saw it. I think that's the last. That's that's, that's the conjoined twins yeah. one. I think we've mentioned it before. Matt Damon and uh, uh, the other guy. It was in Talk Soup and um, Joel McHale. No, <laughs> that was just the soup. <laughs> it was when it was still called Talk Soup. I every time you're going to ask me his name and I'm going to always forget. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to fire up the Google machine here. <laughs> and... <laughs> it says Greg Kinnear. It's a G. It started with a G. <laughs> G Kinnear. Yes, Greg Kinnear. What doesn't work? Uh, <laughs> we want to go that quickly into it. I mean, well, if, I don't know. Oh no, no, no! I got seven points. <laughs> there were some things that bothered me about it. I hadn't seen it. This movie in probably oh, 
in 15 years easy. Okay. Because uh, I borrowed it from you, and then it eventually became my copy when you couldn't find yours and had to buy it again. Because <laughs> I forgot I loaned it you to you. You forgot you yeah. loaned it to me, and you're like, where the hell is this? I'm like, oh, yeah, let me borrow it. Oh, well, that doesn't matter. I just bought it again. Anyway. I got a better one. It's got stuff on it. <laughs> Uh, I, I have seven points. N- uh, number one, Roy Munson should have lost his ring along with his hand <laughs> when they jam it down the ball return. Correct. Uh, because why not put your ring on the hand that could utilize it better? Better. <laughs> number two, uh, Stanley uh, Ozymansky's enormous double-breasted suit. The gangster oh, yeah. boyfriend. Gavin Which, Rosdale? Yeah. The, <laughs> Gavin Rosdale. <laughs> I never thought about that. He does look like Gavin Rosdale. Um, his his suit is so super dated. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's very 80s. It's, it's, yeah, it felt dated there, and it really feels dated now. Absolutely. Uh, when Skidmark is about to beat up Ishmael, uh, Roy punches Ishmael with his right hand. His hook hand. hand, yeah. Gives him a right hook. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of difficult when you don't have a hand i always noticed that when i was i never thought about it until this last time i'm like wait did he punch him with yeah he did okay that was it we didn't really take that you freaky piece of shit you don't know mow another man's lawn (laughs) you didn't have to have a beer with him later i didn't want them to think we were in cahoots yeah uh (laughs) number four claudia's incredible punch dodging tits during her fight with munson that was dumb uh yeah the fight would have been just as fine and funny without this insanely stupid side gag. It bothered me when I saw that. Um, uh, Ish working off his debt <laughs> at the strip club. <laughs> they liked it, though. <laughs> Apparently, he made money. He looked like Betty White with that makeup on. The guy who ran that bar is the uh, douchebag gangster guy in... Um, you've seen Kindergarten Cop, but it's probably been a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Richard... Matheson. No, that is no. not him. <laughs> that is not him. Richard something. He was in... Um, I love Richard something. He was in Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. He was in Something About Mary. Oh, he must be a, He's a, a fairly I, Farley brother. Stable player. Kind of regular. Okay. He was in a show called Hardball back in like the late 80s, early 90s. It okay. was a terrible one season, maybe two. Old kind of by the rules cop, young, cool, oh. long-haired cop thing and then he was in a great underrated um 80s movie called three o'clock high remember that like the, i do the nerd he was in that he's the bully yeah oh okay yeah. i don't know if i've ever seen that all we should do that reason. sometime that's a great movie you have to pair that with something that's not that's serious serious far serious so, like, yeah yeah three o'clock high and like fast times at Ridgemont high and you can just something <laughs> sorry uh, i interrupted your no, list no that's okay i have two more okay uh i'll leave the the worst for last Oh, excellent. Because I think the only reason you see it is because I was watching the unrated version. Uh, Because this movie was Mm PG-13 in the theater, but when they released it on DVD, it was suddenly an R version or an unrated version. Okay. Uh, The hose-down scene at the the Reno Sparks gospel mission, was that – like, okay, they run out of money, and we're at the Reno – we're in Reno, and let's stay at the mission, and then they spray them all down like they're prisoners – I didn't see that. Really? That's not in my version. I must have the theatrical. Because I was like, what the? <laughs> well, then you're going to get an interesting number seven. Okay. Because uh, Roy Munson climaxing into a sex doll. Nope. Didn't see. Wow. That. No. Never. I need my copy back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make a trade. <laughs> 
not that I, I mean, I, not that I want to see that. that. That's gross. That must have been. That's weird cutscene. Um, uh, yeah, that's gross. And I then don't remember them going to the mission. Oh, because wow, yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah, because they strip down and they spray them all down with hose like they're in Shawshank. Yeah, like they're in Shawshank. Huh. And I, I didn't get it. Like, all right, you maggots, turn around or whatever. And they spray them all down. And it was just like, what? Okay, so they they don't have their money roll anymore, and they need to sleep somewhere. But what's the point of this scene? So that's funny, huh? It had been a while since you watched the version that you gave me. I, apparently, was there not a choice? No, huh. there was no. There maybe was I bought it and never watched it, or maybe I did and just forgot. Because I, I would think I would remember something that. Disturbing. I figured you would have went. Yeah, that's a little. Uh, that's a little too much. I figure his hook hand would pop the doll. <laughs> Or would it make the fart circles around? Yeah, that's it. What if it was the butt? Like if he poked it with, if he poked the sex doll's butthole with his hook hand, would it fly around the room like Superman? There's always that possibility. (laughs) All right, you're gross. What I have, I have one thing that that doesn't work, and it's. Um, um, he's <laughs> that what's his name's not a kid, and he looks like he's older than Red, Randy Quaid, <laughs> the fifty-five-year-old kid. <laughs> um, well, I think that's part of the joke. I know. Um, uh, for me, that's the sight gag joke when he goes to take the shoes off of the horse. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and he cuts off its hooves. That one's that one's laugh. And, and you see the you the see sh- the, the hooves right. in his hand, which are like what are they three inches thick? And you yeah. go back, and the horse has dropped like five five feet. feet. Yeah. Which there's actually That's something the additional in, sight gag joke. Yeah. yeah, there's something in trivia that explains that, which I'll get to later. Okay. But um, they w- w- okay, I'll just tell you what they did was they edited out. They had to cut the horse's legs off with a chainsaw or something. <laughs> no, I remember. There's a longer scene of him taking his shoes off the horse, and you're the the father and Ishmael are talking, and you can hear a chainsaw fire up in the background, like an Amish family would have a chainsaw. Before but. you didn't hear that, and you just hear, you yeah. know, and so it's it's yes. implied that he cut the legs off with a chainsaw. Uh, but why take that out and then leave it in that the horse is now? Why would the Amish have a chainsaw? Yeah, I guess that's probably why they took it out. Yeah, that's right. Hold on, this is completely gone off the rails. We know for a fact they that just, the Amish don't use gas-powered machines. Yeah. There's no way they're going to have. They could have just. They could have just had it where he comes out with the hooves and says, "Well, I took a minute, but I got him or whatever." We, the bulges. <laughs> that's funny. It was gross. To, I knew it was. I knew it was coming. Took a minute to warm her up. Boy, she sure was a stubborn one. But boy, Uncle Buck came all came all at once, slopping around. We don't have a cow. We have a bull. I brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. You know when they're doing their. I can't remember where they're at. Oh, he's with um, Big Earn, and they're doing their scam, and they go to get. Their beers at the bowling alley. Have you ever seen a beer with that much head on it? No. Ever? Anybody who is anybody should know that that's not how you pour a beer. Ever. It's it's ridiculous. Obviously, he is not a golfer. (laughs) No one, I, I, no one in their right mind would go. Yeah, mm, that looks delicious. Let me take a swig of that foam. That foam. It's it's great. It's it's. I, I, I forgot that Grandma had the chin hairs, the, the, the beard, the tubes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the tubes. And he goes, he kisses her on the cheek or whatever. And he, hi, uh, Grandma. Uh, yeah. uh, p- 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 oh, 
How many children do you have, Ishmael? None that I know of, or uh, Brother Roy. None that I know of. <laughs> none that I know of. I mean, that is to say, uh, nasty wh- cheese great in accident as a young man. And the grandma just slightly nods like, I understand. <laughs> Banging a cheese grater. Something I was, it was just funny to me when he goes, 10 frames. <laughs> That's for Quakers. <laughs> like the lazy Quakers. We, <laughs> we Amish, we do. Was it we do everything half again as much half as you. again as much as you? So, what's your average? What was his average? Two eighty five. Two eighty five. You're bowling fifteen frames instead of ten. I don't know. I'm, I suck at math. I suck at 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 bowling uh, in general. I got so used to the computers that know how to put it together. I still have no idea how to uh, score bowling. That's how horrible I am. I keep but, re- I keep reading my favorite lines over here. I'm just gonna get to it real okay. quick. So, you're a dictionary salesman. Hmm. You would be punctilious in assuming that. Hey, your buddy tells me you're the best salesman in the whole company. You must be a pretty smooth talker. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you don't have to read them and sell them, you know. <laughs> so, Steve, what do you say we bowl a couple games? Steve? Yo, Steve Arino. Oh, right. Um, okay, you want to bowl for some big money, hey? But uh, I'll lose my entire bonus check because I'm so bombed. <laughs> you get that way when you drink ginger ale? Oh, no, he was sniffing glue in the parking lot. God, I haven't heard this one in a while. How does the rest of this hustle work? Nice going, De Niro. It's Steve. Oh, you want to pull the whole thing? <laughs> that one just always got me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do have one more. Okay. Why they are obsessed in this movie with people drinking pee 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 or semen? I don't know, all the, flu- not, all the not, fluids. Maybe not obsessed. Where's with the it. blood? Yeah, maybe that's they, in Kingpin too. Ew! <laughs> they make the eleventh frame. <laughs> Roy and Claudia break up. He Kingpin two: The search for more bodily fluids. Ew. <laughs> I don't know. We've derailed here. Sorry. <laughs> I had to get to those. I kept seeing him over here, and it was making me laugh. So, so who's the villain in, in Kingpin 2? It's Kevin Bacon and his penis. <laughs> Can Roy drink all of Kevin's urine? <laughs> Find out this August. How about that 7-10 split? Uh... <laughs> okay. So where are we? Uh, what did I have done? Oh, the, the band that's the the band that is playing uh right before the Skidmark incident. <laughs> yep, is that the same band that's in? There's something about Mary. They are okay. I thought they looked familiar because they kind of do that. We're gonna play and sing throughout the entire movie, and there's something like they, they, they pop they re- up in like three or four scenes. And yeah, there's something about Mary. They were they were pretty creatively used, and there's something about Mary. I yeah. like how they changed scenes there. Okay, the type of movie that it is. What's um, plot points and pacing for you? Their movies always—they're usually pretty tight. 
they give you they take a they take a few minutes extra just to make some of their jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind because I know that's what I'm getting into with the Farley Brothers right. movie. But that's Farley, Farley, <laughs> Farley, Farley, Farley. Other than just kind of hanging around for a couple extra minutes on jokes and stuff, their their stories are pretty tight. I just I, and they get for you, me boom, for some now now I don't know if it just had to do with the uh, unrated version that had scenes that you don't remember now. Yeah, for me, the, I struggled with the pacing because it felt like it was almost taking too long to tell all of Munson's story before right. you get into seventeen years later or, right, right. or whatever it is. It just it drags a little. You need that story. You need the build up. You need all that with Bill Murray's big this big earn, right? Yeah, bigger and the crack. Yeah. Ernie. You need big earn. Yeah. You need all of that to get to where you get at in the final act, but it's still it just move along. We get it. You know what? Now that you're saying this, I think I bought that copy. Like ten some odd years ago, and I watched. I think I watched it when I still lived in Antioch. Because as you're saying all that now, I remember. That's probably why I haven't watched it. Maybe that's why the pacing's off a little because this is the unedited director's cut. Yeah, that just, and that's probably why you it don't drags like it. it. I didn't didn't like it. It just dragged a little. You know, man, you should borrow the copy, the current <laughs> copy I have, and watch it a little more chopped up. Mm. That makes sense then. But the the version I have, yeah, the the. Plot points yeah. and pacing are... Yeah, for me in this one, the jokes run on too long. Um, they take too long to locate-ish, uh, and they take too long uh, in Reno before the actual like showdown, the final event. It's just... The movie is like... What, what did I clock this one in at? 114 minutes, and it feels like I could have shaved 10 to 15 off. Easy. Sure, sure. So that may be where we've seen two different versions, and... Sometimes our notes line up and sometimes they don't. Yeah. When it deals with, you know, a sex doll <laughs> or getting sprayed down. The delousing yeah, tent. Yeah, the delousing tent. Yeah. Um, go to trivia and then I'll, I'll, okay. I'll play off some of, some of the, the things so, that I really like about this movie. At the end, when Bill Murray uh, has to hit that turkey, the three strikes. Right. He actually hit three He strikes. hit all three turkeys? Yeah. Wow. That's. No, I had no well, turkey idea. Is, a turkey is three yeah, strikes. Yeah, it's three. Yeah, he hit all three of those strikes. He hit end. all three turkeys. Yep. While he was driving down the road with his car. <laughs> almost all of his dialogue was ad libbed. Earlier I said all of his dialogue, but almost all of it was ad libbed. It's uh, like here's point A, here's point B. Get there. Yeah, you're it's pretty much. You screwed him over in the past. You're a dick and you're a bowler, and you win at the end. Let's see how Woody's going to play off on you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Farley was originally supposed to play Ishmael. Which, <laughs> oh my God, that would have been so... I don't think it would have been... Really? As, I, you don't, don't, I don't think so. Uh, I would pay lots of money to see that. I mean... that's just because it would be another movie with Chris Farley that could be better than, like, The Black Sheep and other things like that. I like Black Sheep. Really? Maybe it's been a while since I've seen I just that. don't think he would have been... I you don't... know because he would... He would have been too, like, Chris Farley. He did, needed to be played a little more dryly, the way... Good, great, grand, wonderful, yeah. everyone on the bus! <laughs> Oh yeah, the uh, so the crowd during the final event. Yeah, the back row of them are cardboard cutouts. They didn't have what? enough extras. Yeah, I had to go back and watch it. Could you tell? Yeah, oh, yeah. But you're not looking at the you're not looking no. at the last row. Absolutely. Either, but not. it's just so crazy how you don't see things like that. I want to go back and and see going. Hey, that guy never moved for Do you, seven I've, minutes. I just found this out watching this. If you you may not remember, it's something that's always stuck with me. It's in that. It's also in that final scene. A lot of this trivia is from the final scene is weird um it's down to roy to bowl 
and the whole thing gets quiet. Right. And then in the background, you hear someone go, boy, Luther! You know what that's from? No. The Ghost and Mr. Chicken. It's a reference to That's the... a Don Knotts movie. Yeah. I've probably seen that, but I don't remember I, like I don't how know. old I was. Some guy I just it. yelled it, to, and they left it in, guys. I think the the, it was just... the Farrelly's thought it was funny. <laughs> that's kind of funny. What would have happened if Chris Farley had been on the cast then their names were pronounced slightly differently so you'd have to say mr fairly and mr farley that would have been like a three's company style mix-up that would have been awesome it would have been that would that could have been the premise for a small movie itself (laughs) (laughs) in the original trailer um roy roy cuts buttercup the the horse cuts it off at the knees Mm -hmm. i don't know that it was a big swirling debate but if you'd ever wondered if seabass from dumb and dumber had a sibling it would be skidmark yeah that is seabass is a i think he's a hockey he was a hockey player. Oh, okay, that's the, that's They're what I, was get, I think that was uh, what I was getting at um, before. Is there there are at least one or two famous sports figures cameos, and I believe Seabass, and we'll probably come across that when we eventually cover Dumb and Dumber. Sure, hint at season four. <laughs> it's happening, people. I wonder if uh, there are other movies connect. I don't know. The only other one I would watch. Well, I would watch something about Mary again, uh, which I mean, he goes right for the sports guy in that. So I'll bet, I'll bet their other movies have oh, sports well, guys in them Brett, too. Brett, Brett, Brett Favre, Favre actually just is in it. Yeah, he's not a he's not a cameo. I'm going to read up on that. I love it when directors kind of plug those in. Well, they yeah, they have their own universe. I think that's even if it's not it's not Avengers by any means, but right. But it's, it's still I, fun. I think that's cool. I just I love little details like that. Uh. That's all. That's my that's my trivia. <laughs> my, I have I have a couple of favorite lines. Okay, I'm going to read off one, and then I'm going to have clips for two other lines. Okay, and it's not a scene. That's separate. Okay, <laughs> one one of the lines that just got me. I don't know why. Just be quiet. Okay. Ooh, I think I tore my sack. Are you okay, Mister Munson? <laughs> Shh. What did I just say? I think uh, I, I tore, tore my, my sack. sack. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know why. That was when they were trying to sneak out on uh, on what's her name, right? Claudia, yeah, yeah, Claudia. That's right before the uh, a huge, huge cloud of shit. Whoa, I think I smell it. <laughs> that, and he turns to those. Two that's people. my second line, so we don't even have to play that one. Yes. <laughs> no, whoop, no, we're going to play it because okay. the timing's way better than mine. <laughs> and I'm going to play it. All right. The army evacuated everybody. Evacuated. A uh, big uh, military train derailed, and this whole area is in danger of being contaminated by a huge cloud of shit. A huge cloud of shit. Wow! God, I think I smell it. Come on, let's go. Come on, Mr. Munson. Claudia? Roy, could we go have a little chat? Surely. Great. Hey, everybody, there's a shit cloud coming. Run for your lives! <laughs> That's what it, oh, run for your lives. It's the way he says coming. Hey everyone. A shit cloud <laughs> There's a shit cloud coming. Come in. Run for your lives. Run for your lives. That one very much like the um several scenes, the toilet scene in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. I just something about it yeah, gets it just me gets every and time. I lose it every time. You said you had one more? Oh, I have one more, and I can't deliver this one at all, so we're just gonna play it. Poses the biggest threat to you in the tournament. <laughs> if I get drunk and fall down, hurt myself, I might lose. Sure, babe. What's your name? Darlene. I'm in 1103. Excuse me, what's the story behind this pending paternity suit against you? Oh, that's not a case at all. The woman's a stone-faced liar. Let's not even talk about that. I, I pulled out her really early on that one. Sorry. Thanks for coming. Do you know what? Only a terrorist farts in an airtight room 
multiple times. <laughs> not, not, it has nothing to do with the clip. Just during the clip, Nathan farted like 17 times. And now the world knows. Well, seven people know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's a shit cloud he, coming. Yeah, he definitely didn't use his uh, air dust can. <laughs> to keep it at bay? To, to keep it at bay. That would definitely didn't happen you want at proof? all. It's in here. They're both in here. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's a great. That's a great line. I pulled that way early on that one. Thanks for coming. <laughs> that one's horrible. He's, a, he's like, hey, you know what? We want you to play a really funny, horrible human being. I got it. <laughs> Bill Murray's like, I can do that. I can. I can. I, I, I can. Wait. I know Chevy Chase. Yeah, I can. I can, <laughs> I can do that. This with Caddyshack would have been a good pairing too. Uh, yeah. But well, I feel like we'll do Caddyshack at some point. Um, do you have a worst line? I don't think so. I don't know why. I really don't like it. But I'll tell you this right now, son. You put that in a bottle, you got something sweeter than you, who. Hmm. I hate that line. I don't know why. I just... Ugh. Okay. I just I don't like the, it. The line that always bothered me, mm-hmm. and it's not the line so much, it's the way Randy Quaid delivers it. It's when... It's uh, when it, the 285 average over 15 frames. Right. And he tells him to go back. His family will take it back. They'll forgive you. And he goes, I don't want to go home. I want to go to Reno. And the way he <laughs> says, go to Reno, it's just... It, it, pulls me out for some reason because he's acting like a kid kind of but it just sounds but like it just sounds like he wasn't the way in, he's delivering it kind of uh, i'm critiquing I, him as an actor right now i didn't feel it you didn't want to you, you totally took me out when you he, didn't really want to go to reno it's not that you? randy quaid being a tall amish kid <laughs> doesn't pull me out but i know that i, I just it's not really a worse line it just never sat it was just delivered poorly there you go it's super dated when i'm not not going into like does this hold up or not but man they really pushed the uh the 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 grunge post grunge skater look on ish like big time yeah the pork pie hat and yeah and the flannel well that was that's what that that's i mean i know it's very much that time frame yeah but it's it's amazing how much they should have toned it down so as to you not think? date the film. Yeah, yeah, no, that didn't that didn't work. But what what really got me watching this is how it wasn't that far from indecent proposal. <laughs> oh, I love that little joke in there too. <laughs> yeah, well, that's another. He's another one of the stable guys for the Fairly Brothers. Um, well, Woody Harrelson was in indecent. Well, no, proposal. I know that, oh, okay. but it was um, Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott yeah. playing the Robert Redford yeah. role. Yeah. So it was it was a relevant joke to make at the time, and I don't know when I saw it the first time if I had if I had known that though. Hello. You know, it immediately cuts to Roy sitting on the floor throwing the money, <laughs> money <out> everywhere. It <laughs> uh, always got me. Um, I'd rather have sex with Demi Moore, thanks, <laughs> than Randy Quaid. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most times, think, most times, <laughs> most even even terrorist Randy Quaid, <laughs> even today. Wait, what's he say in Billy Madison? Hey, Billy, would you rather have sex <laughs> with Meg Ryan or Jack Nicholson? Meg Ryan now? or Jack Nicholson now or Jack Nicholson 1976 or 75? 1974. Uh, yeah, Meg Ryan. <laughs> Meg Ryan. <Yeah. laughs> uh, if you could do a recasting, oh. or did you have something to get to first? No, I, the last kind of thing that that I pointed out when, when I was watching this, is this like the... Is this one of the last like truly comedic roles that that Bill Murray had done? Because like he was really like solely comedic. Yeah, 
he, maybe I mean, he did one his... or two things else, but I mean, this is the last thing I really remember before he really shifted into that. I'm not playing like screwball wacky. Yeah. I don't know. I, I maybe it's only 25 ish years, 23 years old. Yeah, I think maybe because he started doing the Wes Anderson stuff, which is funny, but it's it's, it's also different. It's, it's also totally got a, different. A, a, warmth to it yeah uh so you may be right lost in translation and all of that never saw that yeah but he really was translating he was really dialing in on the i'm not gonna do just comedy stuff for you know 15 to 20 years so can i do my other casting you do your casting okay then i'm gonna play my favorite scene because unless you have a scene do you have a scene as well as favorite lines or were those meshed together you've got that let's do your favorite scene then all right we are going to do what we set out to do we're going to win that tournament Yes! I knew it. I knew you were a champion the minute I saw you bowlish. I'm not going to bowl. You are. You are such a loser. You're a bona fide schmuck. Look at me! Mr. Munson, I know you can win that tournament. You're a champion, and that never goes away. I'm sure that if you made it through the first few rounds, you'd find your touch again. <laughs> I'm Bernie McCracken. When I found out little Billy here was growing up without a daddy, I had to do something. When Bigger and saw our picture in the paper, he called the Unified Fund and got involved. I had to. Couldn't help myself. But little Billy's not the only one. There's also a little Jason here. Once again this year, I'll be sponsoring a fatherless family in every city I bowl in. Sometimes when I wake up in the morning, Mr. McCracken's already there. <laughs> Jonathan, we're going to fly pattern all the way to the goal line. Tennessee! Kentucky! Vanda Beach! Go deeper, Jonathan! It's a tough world. These kids nearly got Munson, but they're back now. Through the Unified Fund, I found out that if you give a little, you can get back. Oh, <laughs> uh, bigger and McCracken. Yeah, he's a real humanitarian. I love how he. De- it's like even even like when he's trying to just have this moment with Ish and like, yo, you're gonna bowl, and even bigger and still derails him even through like <laughs> yeah. indirectly through a commercial for the Unified Fund. The the God that exists in the universe of this movie just loves to kick Roy Munson in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> Little known fact, I uh, uh, we all know by now, we all know Honey Mustard Cyborg, Brock Stevick. He's a big Marilyn Manson fan, uh, and he has munsoned himself many a time in life. <laughs> Whenever he calls, he is often referred to as Marlon Munson. <laughs> Marlon Munson? Yeah. That's a Oi, mou- that's Marlon a mou- Munson. That's a mouthful. <laughs> so we were talking about recasting. Yeah, I have a couple. Okay. Um, so I recast uh, Roy, Big Earn, and Stanley. I recast Roy, uh, Ish, and Claudia. I didn't. Okay. It's hard, It's really hard to to do Bill Murray. To do Bill Murray, sure. So I let that one go. Okay, that's good because I'm I'm surprised I didn't do Claudia here. I'd love to do Claudia here. I'd love to do Claudia there or there or over there or back there. But, um, <laughs> I want candy. So I did two different ones for Roy Munson. The first one, we'll keep it in the same time. I did Michael Keaton. Okay. Did be weird. It would be weird. But you've seen some of his 80s stuff when he plays like a kind of a wacky comedic guy. Right. Not Beetlejuice wacky, but like um, oh, the movie The Big Squeeze. He's sort of a 
sort of a schlubby. I, you know, I've seen the big squeeze, but it's been so long. I might it's as well weird. just say that I haven't seen it's it weird. because I can't remember most of it. Michael Keaton would be would, could be interesting um, to go a different way for Roy Munson. Uh, Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Which era, Nick Cage? Ugh. Does that matter? Really? Let's do. You know what? Let's do. Uh, let's do nineteen ninety six because that's around the time of Face Off. So Face Off era, Nick Cage. He was hitting like, look at all these great movies that I'm doing. Yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs> hold my beer. Hold, <laughs> hold me, my overpriced right eight hundred dollar a can beer. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Big Earn McCracken. This is probably not going to be a popular decision. Jim Carrey. Now Jim. Now Carrey. Jim Carrey. Now yeah. Jim Carrey. Totally. Not nineteen ninety six Jim Carrey, but now no. Jim Carrey. Yeah. You have to have that age. You do. That you age. Have, yeah. That you can't fake it. You have to. Yeah. yeah. With his crazy, yeah, with his beard. He if he had like the beard that he kind of has, um, yeah. And I actually that, I did not do Ishmael. I did Stanley, the Gavin Rosdale looking guy. <laughs> okay, George Clooney. You know what? No, fuck <laughs> it. Not Stanley. That's Claudia. Claudia and Roy. It's not Claudia. It's Claude. But it's George Clooney. <laughs> so I recast her as a dude. That changes. And I make that changes the dynamic completely. Now and I, I make know. now I make Roy Michael Keaton and make him gay. And I make Claudia, George Clooney, Claude, and they're both gay, and Batman f***s himself. <laughs> what? Com- obviously, I failed at that, so... <laughs> obviously, and evidently, that was weird. What, uh... uh okay. would you do, recasting-wise? Uh, Roy Munson. I put it down- is fun. It's fun to do it, it that way, yeah, isn't it? Sometimes. Sometimes it's, it's every, like, wait... Every, every time for me, every week. I put down Sam Rockwell. Okay. A little drier. Yeah. Woody Harrelson plays this fairly dry. Uh, no, yeah. Woody Harrelson, he's amazing in this. But yeah. That's, I, I, dude, I would yeah, watch Sam I, Rockwell I, do anything. Yeah. I'd watch Sam Rockwell redo the fifth grade play about building a fence that my elementary school did. <laughs> I love Sam Rockwell. So Ishmael was was a little bit more difficult. Uh, I went with 1990s Rob Schneider. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. And then uh, for Claudia, I had one of two choices because I was trying to go for more a little more current bombshells. Okay, uh, that still had a bit of a sense of humor. Isla Fisher. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't sure. I had her picture pulled up just in case. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you. <laughs> for those that are unaware, she's the psychotic uh, girl. I'll you, find wedding cr- you. <laughs> wedding crashers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the only other one I put down, if I'm like you, you go with like kind of bombshell and sexy, but I don't know how well she would she would fit in the comedic role. Would have been like Scarlett Johansson, but I don't know if she would hit those notes as well on a comedic level. Not not the I'd, broad comedic. Well, maybe she can. Maybe. I don't know. What the hell I know about her? But anything I've seen her and she's not as she's she's great. But yeah, not known for her comedic roles. But standing over the the hand. Dryer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. If you had a magic wand and you could make one change, what would you do? I would eliminate the entire escape scene from uh, Stanley's house. No, that's the best. You it's get the, so horrible. No, you got to be cool. Just like the kid back here. And then Ish is in the back, just all frozen face, like, <laughs> Yeah, I, but it just it feels so, whole, so horribly overplayed, like over-dramatized on a... I don't know if they were going for it. Let's make this stupid. Like, really stupid. No. What you're thinking is stupid is not stupid enough. Go stupid. So are you thinking... It just seems dumb. Just how they... 
It's a little stupid that the guy having a bowling ball with his fingers in it, he thinks he's gouging someone's eyes out. Uh, you think? You bald bastard, I'll gouge your eyes oh, out! Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would change anything, really. Uh, what I would do for fun would be to, in a in a passing shot, maybe even do like a wink-wink where like they're talking or whatever and a car passes him and Roy does a double take in the mirror and he sees Harry and Lloyd in the shagging wagon in the mirror just, just a, that just a brief and they they would the fairly brothers would play it yeah just no, that long would enough, work. That'd be just funny. long enough that you wouldn't there's that universe there's yeah there, there's no way you would miss it it's the same universe i would i think that would be fun or you know if they just they pull up to a gas station or a restaurant and they pull up and they park next to the the mutt cuts shag and wagon right just and that's it you don't you don't have anything and i realize i'm trying to make a marvel universe out of fairly brothers movies i'm not this is the fairly universe cinematic universe we'll show you uh later we'll, <laughs> this is the fcu we'll uh, yeah we'll come up with a uh complete uh infographic on in which on order how to, they intertwine on in on and yeah on yeah. which order to watch these movies so that you understand <laughs> um, does it if I there's one other thing if I could change in my magic wand that I just thought of right now, uh, as rich as this guy is, Stanley? he's got his yeah he's got his own Gavin uh, Rosdale uh, yeah as as American Gavin Rosdale and his shoulder pads are uh, in this as much money as he has in this house he's got his own bowling alley in his house the fridge is stocked with Natty Light really? I have I would like well they actually they had to buy it for the movie so. <laughs> I've, they were on a budget. I have a confession here. I'm not sure what the the other casting I had. I'm not sure what that is. Did you write something down? I so what I have. I may have been drunk when I did this. I, I don't know. No, that never happens, right? Those might have actually been the other people considered. See, there you go. I got it. That's see. a time you did right. In it front only of, took it only took seven episodes yeah. to get it right. And this three season. seasons. <laughs> I did it better earlier seasons. I don't think the, those. I don't think those were the people they were going to go with. I actually, under my heading, recast the lead. I have Roy, B. Arthur, <laughs> Ishmael, Betty White, Claudia, Jack Lemon. Okay. And you make it kind of old. Claude. Claude, yeah, yeah. again. And you, you make it old person-ish. Okay. All three of them. I Dude, I might Stanley, even... Walter Matthau. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have Here that to talk to you in you the other that... room. You have that odd couple thing going, you know? Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. I'm not sure what the <laughs> hell I was on about on the other page, but I'm going to leave that in. No, because see, that's, no. If you do it this there. way, you would have, like, Anne Margaret as Claudia. And then you have the whole cast of... <laughs> Grumpy Old Men. That could be fun, too. You take the cast of Grumpy Old Men. Uh, yeah, who would Burgess Meredith play? Uh, Big, Big Urn. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dad, you're telling me for breakfast you have a plate of bacon, and then for lunch you have a plate of bacon, a whole damn plate. You drink alcohol and you smoke cigarettes. That's my Burgess Meredith impression, by the way. That's horrible. Whack, whack, whack. That's nah, just you doing the Dang. penguin. So, um, <laughs> I don't know the name of the, You talked about the band earlier from something about Mary that cuts the... Is they, do they actually have a name? They do, and I don't know what it is because I've written here on my side notes I don't know who's the band in all of the Fairly Brothers movies. <laughs> Apparently you did not dig deep enough in your trivia. Hi, Mr. Skidmark. Does it still hold up? Uh, yes and no. Okay. And go ahead. No. <laughs> I, I say it's been... Like I said, it's been probably 15 years since I'd seen it last. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. Some of the jokes hold up really well, but... I, I struggled through parts, and so 
the version I saw, it played a little too long. The version you saw, you shouldn't have seen that. <laughs> not not after 15 years. It's, all you want to do is get back to, you know, Ernie's bigger and McCracken because he steals every scene, you know? Yeah. And so it just seems like it takes way too long to get to Reno. Um, real simple answer for me. Um, it, I, it absolutely still holds up. I, anything I have to say about that, we'll, we'll talk about in final thoughts. Can you can you recommend a similar or equal film? <clears throat> I put down Dodgeball or the full uh, Dodgeball, what? a true underdog story, or yes, whatever it is. A yeah. true underdog story. Uh, it, it's keeping in the same vein with a sports story. You know, this one just features a bunch of underachievers. You know, working out in a rundown gym. I wouldn't call Roy Munson really killing it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he gave up really quickly. Who sells, by the way, who sells dictionaries door to door? Nobody. Like Bible salesmen? Yeah. You know? Who sells bowling alley supplies? <clears throat> who sells dictionaries at a, <laughs> at a bowling alley? You would be very curious in asking that line of query. No, but, it, <laughs> but yeah. But you don't, in, in that respect, it's just they're, they're underachievers. It's Vince Vaughn. It's got um, Jimmy James. Uh, Stephen Root. Stephen Root. Um, Ben Stiller, Rip Torn, mm. and Justin Long. They're all, <clears throat> it's just, it's a, I don't know if you've seen it or if you have, it's just been a while, but you Long know, you could dodge a, ball, dodge a ranch, ranch, you could dodge a ball. ball. That would be my recommendation if you enjoyed Kingpin. <clears throat> so what I did with this movie was I took the, what I saw to be the three main things of it and pulled those three elements out. And then I did, I have three, the color of money. That's been a long time. Because it's the same damn story. Not They're not traveling, but it's the same. That's, that whole thing when he's trying to sell the guy the 55-gallon drum of lane oil, yes. and he hears the break, and he turns, and that's, never what, thought about that's what Paul Newman, or he hears the strike, and that's what Paul Newman does. Steady and yeah, Tom and teaching him to yeah. shoot, you know. Yes. It's, it's the same damn story. Young right? kid, younger kid, teaching, yeah. Um, my second one would be Dumb and Dumber, which is just a Farrelly Brothers. Farrelly Brothers. Yep. I got that. Um, and Paper Moon which I can't say enough good things about, but <laughs> just a road picture. And How many Randy, times are we going to talk about And Randy Quaid's in Paper Moon as well. Eventually, I have, a, I have this feeling that at some point Paper Moon is going to end up as... Super listener Elizabeth Garcia loves Paper Moon. So it's two... I'm not knocking the movie. Two I've amazingly seen smart, it. I'm just, two amazingly smart people right there. Me and Elizabeth Garcia. I love that movie. There's your shout out, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do that? Can we shout her out like for the fifth time? We shouldn't do that. Unofficial. That's up to you. I don't think so. Unofficial shout At out. At this very moment, she is your friend, not mine. Only because oh, she won't ne- like I've you. Never, yeah, well. She hates everyone. Oh. <laughs> no, those those are my three: Color of Money, Dumb and Dumber, Paper Moon. Do you have any final thoughts before we get into Jeffrey the Dude? Um, Lebowski. I, w- I really wasn't sure about the revisit. You know, it had been way too long about a movie I thought I was supposed to like more personally, but... You got a bum I, version, dude. You I, got a bum... I landed on the, apparently, the the one that was not rated by the MPAA the because the Farley rush. Brothers ran in, ran their jokes into the ground and made it a little bit longer than I was expecting. I, I think the film struggles at times, or at least the one that I saw. <laughs> It, what makes it enjoyable and rewatchable are like the subtle jokes, the throwaway lines, rather than the over-the-top, you know, horseshoe removal. The ones you don't catch right away, sure, is what really makes it shine. But you know, the dodging boob fight or Randy Quaid stripping for tips, this it just feels 
a little too much for me. Sure. Over the top. But lastly, it, it's just really Bill Murray is what makes the movie. It it just doesn't work without him. He's the glue that holds that I, movie together. I agree. Uh, Harrelson is great, but it, he's, well, he's the icing on He's got to play off Woody Harrelson. He's got to play off Bill Murray. But um, I just didn't recall as many things. But To kind of end it off, the I, I, what I've always – well, watching this kind of made me notice. And I've always noticed it, just not – on the on the forefront the Fairleys really excel at that kind of montage storytelling right which when you're doing a road picture it, it pairs really well a buddy road picture it does have a darker tone than dumb and dumber oh yeah it, well why, i mean your hand gets fed into a ball return but then the that's that that was a little of, that was a touch disturbing you it know was when a you little, really, yeah, yeah it was a little bit i also want to know they played it off as a joke completely off yeah. topic was that kid at the beginning that ate shit over the fence was that woody harrelson's kid because it looked <clears throat> like it. I don't know. You did trivia on it. Didn't say. Well, then maybe it wasn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they do rely on um, parody and kind of send up wink, wink jokes, like with the uh, color of money kind of reference. The I still can't believe I didn't catch that. The what, the Demi Moore movie, indecent proposal reference, yeah. which are for the time and the, the the time they came out, those things were those are funny. Yeah. Now, now they play a little. You know, yeah. a little, a little goofy. A little bit too much ska, especially <laughs> since I hate ska. Um, it's just every time they get in the car to drive somewhere. Yeah, it was. Hey, let's hear those horns again. A few scenes run a bit long, but it's not as long as the shit you saw. <laughs> and I don't think it's the best Fairly Brothers movie, but no. I've I've always liked it. It's always made me laugh. I, I I never tire of looking at uh, yeah. This wasn't a Vanessa hate watch. Angel. I know that no much. no not any not, not no. Any I don't tire. <laughs> and like I said earlier, it's it's the it's it's the exact follow up to Dumb and Dumber that they needed to make. And being released during the '96 Olympics kind of dicked the movie, which is oh why I, I never thought about that. I didn't either. I did some reading, and it did not do well theatrically, but video release and then um, like direct TV type stuff, which back then was called Prime Star, which is where I first found this movie. Literally watched it dozens of times there, and that's where I kind of that's where I was introduced to it and where I got to know it. Um, yeah, is that what you call a strong outro? Shut up. Wait, wait let me let me explain something to you. Um, I am not Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude. You know uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, Duder or uh, you know El Duderino if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Are you employed, Mr. Lebowski? Ah! Employed? You like sex, Mr. Lebowski? Is this your only ID? You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude. Your name's Lebowski, Lebowski. Jeff Lebowski, the other Lebowski, the millionaire. I received this ransom note this morning. This is a bummer, man. They want you to take the money and act as courier. Why, man? What the hell is this? My dirty undies, dude. The wife. Let's take that hell! Why should we settle for 20 grand when we can keep the entire million? I know you're mixed up in all this. Playing one side against the other in bed with everybody. Blow them. Huh? Fabulous stuff. What? Who's sitting on a million dollars? We want some money. Ah! Sitting in the trunk of our car. Where's my damn money? Say, dude, where is your car? Who's got your undies, Walter? 
This is a very complicated case, Maude. You know, a lot of ins, a lot of outs. Is this your homework, Larry? And I would like my undies back. A lot of uh, strands to keep in my head, man. Bro! Hey, careful, man. There's a beverage here, eh? I like your style, dude. I have no choice but to tell these bums to do whatever is necessary to recover their money from you. They were Nazis, dude? They were nihilists, man. They kept saying they believed in nothing. Jack? Well, yeah. You cannot drag this negative energy into the tournament. Jeffrey. Bond. Love me. Uh, that's my robe. I'm throwing rocks tonight. It don't matter to Jesus. <laughs> this could be a, a, a lot more uh, uh, complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? That right there was all of the dialogue with that. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. It was your trailer, man. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just like your trailer, man. Man. <laughs> that was all of the dialogue, most likely, that existed without the word fuck in it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what is that? The whole goddamn movie? Kind of, but you still have no idea what's going on. If you no. saw that for the first time, you would have no idea. But watching it, knowing you've seen it, you know, 15, 20 times. Conservatively. Uh, yeah. How I, often, how many times would you say you've seen this movie? At least a dozen, probably more. But okay. it's been, it had been a minute. It had been a hot minute since On I On a scale of one to 10, to how much of it do you have memorized? Can you sit and just recite? No, I can't recite. I have to get, it's just like when I'm listening to music and I can, oh, I know how that solo goes or or, or sure, whatever, sure, but I have sure. to get that mark. But there's, there's probably 50% in there. Okay. I'm about the same way. I've probably seen it, probably seen it 10, 10, 12 times. Yeah. And while I know the gist of the scene, I always think I've got it memorized. Right. But I don't quite have the transitional there, words there's one line in there that was improvised by jeff bridges everything else was written to the t by the coen brothers. are you shitting me wow yeah what did he improvise human paraquat i know the, that's the only what is that's he, the only uh i'm not some human paraquat when i can't remember the scene that that, that line takes place in but that's the only line that was ad-libbed by jeff bridges that they kept in Everything else. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of interesting trivia on this movie. That, <coughs> ah, that I can't wait to get, get into that. Uh, well, here, you know what? Since we brought up the F word, this might be a little... Uh, a little F word loose on this one. <laughs> well, just because the movie is F word loose. Yeah. Uh, and um, what's really interesting with this film is that... Uh, I'm convinced, dude. The narrator, the stranger, it's Wade Garrett's ghost. He is back from the dead to help the dude defeat Jackie Treehorn, who killed him. He got. He has to correct his path. He's got to put him back correct, into yeah. the right direction because <clears throat> yeah. he, he interacts with him once and then kind of... Checks in with him. Like, checks in with him and then is at the end. Yep. Uh, several sources indicated that this film has one of the higher counts for the use of the F-bomb. Uh, it's currently ranked 29th with 260 uh, times is the word fuck... Uh, read in some iteration there are 28 movies above this uh yeah say the word fuck more. yes don't worry well yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay cool 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 uh 
<laughs> I know I know at least two of them. <laughs> I think. Uh, with a running length of 117 minutes, the word appro- is heard approximately once every two minutes and 22 seconds. <laughs> uh, I have removed an obscure Canadian comedy and a documentary on the on the F word. Outside of these two are the top five major U.S. films and their counts. Wait, say that, say all that again. Uh, I removed two movies. One you'd never heard of because it was an obscure uh, Canadian okay. comedy recently released. I also removed a documentary called "The F Word," I think, or something along those lines. Okay, that obviously so, used a lot. Sure. Uh, so these are the numbers one through five uh, of the highest amount of the F word okay. used. So number five, Four! straight out of Compton. I haven't seen that. Okay. That was 2015. Uh, the F word is used 392 times. Four! Casino is oh. number four. Okay. 422 times, most of them by Joe Pesci. Four! Nil by Mouth, 428 times. It's a Gary Oldman film, his directorial debut, callback to The Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. This was his passion project that he got... Um, What's his name and the fifth, the the director uh, Luke Besson Luke to Besson. to help finance. <clears throat> okay, <laughs> that Order movie for playing Daffy Duck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, number two Fuck! is Summer of Sam ninety nine Spike Lee movie. Ugh, movie was terrible. Four hundred and thirty five times. Really. And then the number one. Fuck! Another Scorsese film, The Wolf of Wall Street. I haven't seen it. Five hundred and sixty nine. Wow. Times. <laughs> Jeez, fuck! <laughs> That's a lot of fucks. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting because I was watching it. I'm like, Mike, I remember, and then it had been a while since I had watched it before, and then watching it again, I'm like, God, they dropped that a lot in this movie, and for the most part, it's funny. I, I love it, it yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. just like, damn, this is, you, you got to be careful who you're watching this movie around, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think or my, who you recommended to? My favorite, uh, and this, this just this just occurred uh, yeah. to me. My, it's not my favorite line. No, <clears throat> my favorite usage of the word "fuck" in this movie uh-huh. is when he goes, "And I hate the fucking Eagles, man!" <laughs> right before he gets kicked out of the cab. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the version which premiered on USA Network in September of two thousand <laughs> has been severely cut. Nar. Aside from the usual edits for content uh, among the storylines excised completely are involving Jesus, which is odd. So they completely removed him. The the private eye from Minnesota, John Polito. The guy that was in The Crow? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, the pawn shop owner, yeah. Yeah. Um, looking for Bunny Lebowski and the what? scene where uh, – oh, excuse me. That was – the private eye from Minnesota who's looking for Bunny Lebowski. It oh, broken okay, up. okay, okay. Yeah, I read that broken up, so it okay. sounded like, wait, what? But Bunny Lebowski's the crux. Right. Go ahead. And then the scene where Maude is trying to conceive the dude's child. Those were all removed just for content, not That's even so Fs. Now, you do also know, have you heard the... Find a stranger in the Alps? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is what happens, Larry, when you find a stranger in the Alps. Now, did they? I don't know that I've ever heard it. Like, actually, did did John the airplane Good- version? Did think, John Goodman? Did they? Re- I think so. They yes. ADR it, or mm-hmm. did they re-record the whole scene? They refilm the whole scene. To the best of my knowledge, uh, 
whenever they do like ADR for the clean versions, the the actors usually do those. And so to the best of my knowledge, that was done. But I have here in the clean version for the television broadcast, the famous line of this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass <laughs> is changed to this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Uh, it's frequently cited as one of the most creative edits <laughs> made for a film to be aired on television. <laughs> So they didn't refilm the scene. No, there was they ADR. Didn't beat the, they didn't beat the Christ out of two different Corvettes. No. Okay. I guarantee I don't think you, you they get, just went back into the studio. <laughs> I don't think you could get John that, that kind of magic out of John Goodman. No. That, that's a, you'll get, that's he's a magic. And, that's a one and done. Yeah, he's a magic machine. Everything he does is gold, but that, you don't get the same gold twice. Yeah. I don't think. Did you like this movie the first time you saw it? Yes. Like absolutely 100%? Yes. Okay. I didn't it is quite know what I had just watched, watched, which is okay. I'm four or five years younger than you, right? So you were four or five years older than me in, in 1998 when this came out. I was a senior in high yeah, school when this I didn't, came out. <clears throat> I caught this after I had moved to Tennessee. I had caught it. We had a cable package. We had like free showtime for the first three months, and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And I ended up catching. Um, well, I had gone to the theater to see Fargo. I did not go see The Big Lebowski for some reason at that time. It didn't interest me. Just It didn't call to me. So I caught it on cable in 99, and the first time I watched it, I was just like, it's all right. There's a lot to unpack with the movie. There's a lot to There's unpack. a lot of layers to but it. But a lot of people state this movie is very much a grower. You gets better every it time. It gets better every time okay. you see it. Sure. And I agree so with that. So I, I didn't care for it the first time I see it. I did not didn't dislike it. But this was a movie that it didn't show its hand, when, you know. Sure, sure. So I was – I did not see it when it first came out. I probably saw it in the early, mid-2000s, maybe between 03 and 06. Mm-hmm. That makes me sound really pathetic. I, 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 don't, I don't, honestly don't remember the first time I saw it. I was in my 20s, so I had an, a bit of an appreciation for the Coens. I actually think I'd seen Oh Brother, Where Art Thou first. Okay. Well, that was your next film, I believe, so. Yeah, I was in 2000. Yeah. And I didn't understand, like, if you don't understand what they're all about, their movies are weird as fuck. Right. But, not but they, weird. well, no, but they are, they're, hard, they're, they're, they're odd, they're kind of weird to understand. They are an acquired taste. Nothing that they really do is, is mainstream. It really is really not. No, you're no. Right. And the fact that they have been kind of like the critical darling, like with the Academy and just in general for most of their movies, at least for yeah. the past 15 to 20 years, is really surprising because they're, they're just they're they're very independent. They they shoot what they want to shoot. They don't rewrite anything. That was one of the other things that, that was kind of interesting is that while um, uh, Goodman had done. At least one other film with him already. Two. Uh, was it? Oh yeah, you're right. It was two. It was at raising two. raising Arizona, and then um, Barton Fink. Barton Fink. When Bridges was brought on to play the dude, he asked Goodman about rewrites and when are we getting rewrites again for the script when when it changes. And he's like, No, no, no. These guys when they when it comes out and it's printed, it's done. It's it's inked. It's permanent. This is it. Because most studios. And most film crews that do those shoots, rewrite after rewrite after rewrite after rewrite after, is my does my role even exist anymore? Sure. With Cohen's one and done. It's, when they're done, that's that's the final draft. There's no you, other drafts after that. You almost want to speak in an absolute and say like, this is what would happen, Larry, if studio <laughs> studios would leave writer directors alone and let them do what they want. 
but not everybody's as good as the Coens. They're just whatever it is, man. A couple of Jews from Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's where, that's, that's they, where you think Jews. You think Minnesota. Yeah. No, but they're <laughs> whatever it is they possess, they are just master. And I they don't I know they don't write their own material. They're adapting other stuff. No one else adapts other stuff for the screen with this sort of what is in that Christmas present yeah. vibe you get from them. Like what what, else? what am I going to get? Yeah, what else is happening? And you may not like that how it turns out too, though, because there are some where you're like, "What the fuck? Just did I did I see? Yeah, you know, they just shot him in the forehead. Yeah. <laughs> what did I see? And they, like you said before, they really enjoy killing Steve Buscemi. They do. You know, I I, think oh, it's, I feel like we're missing something. Yeah, I don't feel right either. It's almost like if you're talking about the Big Lebowski. Watch out there. There you go. Let's go that shit. You almost need to mix up a couple of Caucasians. And a couple of Caucasians are talking about a movie. <laughs> a bunch of Caucasians drink a couple of Caucasians. Oh, just like Jackie Treehorn, you mix one hell of a Caucasian. Yeah? It's all right over there? Yeah. That's good. You didn't use any of that non-dairy creamer coffee shit, did you? <laughs> that faded out nice. It's not faded out yet. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. <laughs> they didn't hear that get turned up. That's just... <laughs> so we're only privy to all this? We are. Nonsense that no one else is hearing? Correct. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> wow. Y'all might not believe me, but I eyeballed that shit. Yeah, that was really good. Couple of cubes, couple of splashes. Is there any vodka left? There is. Uh, full disclosure, the last time I drank any amount of vodka was the last time I drank any amount of vodka because I thought I was being funny. It wasn't on this show. It was in real life. <laughs> I thought I was being funny and uh, <laughs> made jokes that were not funny. Don't remember what the jokes were. But oh, that sounds amazing. Well, I feel right. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. So you were saying? Uh, I was saying that that's delicious because <laughs> you mix one hell of a Caucasian. Uh, so did my parents, actually. <laughs> ew. <laughs> I, I I find it funny that as ignorant as some people may actually think the, the dude actually is with everything that's going on, it's it's really surprising and quite hilarious that he pretty much nails like exactly what happens sure, in sure. the film in about thirty seconds. You probably kidnapped yourself, huh? Oh, what do you mean, dude? Rug Piers did not do this. Look at it. A young trophy wife marries this guy for his money. She figures uh, he isn't giving her enough. You know, she owes money all over town. Oh. Fucking. It's all bitch. goddamn fake, man. It's like Lennon said you look for the person who will benefit, and, uh, uh, you know. Uh, I am the walrus. You know, you'll. Uh, uh, you know what I'm trying to say? I am the walrus. That's. Uh, Fucking bitch. Oh, yeah. I am the walrus. That's ex Shut the fuck up, Donnie. D.I. Lennon. Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov. <laughs> the fuck is he talking about? The fuck is he talking about? <laughs> so that you're you're telling me that everything said in that car was scripted to be overlapped and beyond conversational <laughs> like that. So, yeah. Jesus. That takes some talent right there. It's well, not just to coordinate writing it and then having... All of that just ping, ping, well. Ping, there's ping, a reason ping, that ping. there's a reason the Coens use the best, some of People the best actors. Yeah. yeah, but good man, that's. I mean, outside of the, she didn't kidnap herself, but they thought she was kidnapped, even though she just went to Vegas and didn't tell anybody. 
Was it Vegas or Reno? Uh, I think it was Vegas. Yeah, because she came in blaring at the Vegas. end of the movie via Las Vegas. Whose version of it was that? Sean. No, that I think that version is. I'm thinking it was um, Beards. ZZ Top. Thank you. Okay. I was not. Wow, t- that's how Nathan like and that I one? communicate. Beards. Beards. ZZ Top. Yeah, yeah sure. That's the one. Hats. Well, Willy got- Wonka, the Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> Did he wear a hat? The Penguin. Yeah. Not in that. Do you remember movie. Burgess Meredith from earlier? No, the other one. <laughs> What he's absorbed, because he uh, absorbs a lot in this movie, and then sure. just respits it out later on with whatever may or may not work for him. <laughs> you know, this aggression will you know, not stand, man. You know, uh, uh, any man that pays sixty nine cents pays for something that costs sixty nine cents with a check. That he also uh, post dated it by <laughs> almost post- a year. <laughs> his account was that low. That he's aces in my book, man. If he's buying, if he's buying a sixty-nine cent thing, a half and half with the check. <laughs> the Cohen brothers actually wrote that the reason why he can just do what he does is because he was an heir to the inventor of the Rubik's cube. <laughs> and then Joel and Ethan Cohen decided, yeah, let's just take that part out, and this he gets by somehow. Okay, which is, I think, which works better. I think it does. It works. It would better. be kind of dumb. When you really think about it, if that had been in there, yeah. But it is kind of funny that that's what it was. Oh, they could have just, they could have just, I guess, Rubik's cube. Least, least of all, or least case, they could have said he's the heir to some fortune or something. But whatever. No, it, it works better with without without opening that door. This one was hard for me to note. I, you and I even talked about it on the phone. I like you and I take notes differently. Right. I like to take my notes during whether it's a, a weeknight and I'm not drinking, or it's a weekend and I'm I'm. Happy. Giddy, happy. <laughs> it's a weekend night, oh, look, and I'm, I'm watching. Happy, this, and I'm watching <laughs> this with some extra drinks and um, taking notes. But I take my notes during the time of the movie, and that's it. There's been a few exceptions, but I got to the end of this, and I had like two and a half, maybe three pages, and I hadn't ticked really anything off. Yeah, you sent me that text. You were kind of freaking. I was like, freaked oh. out, man, because this is what happened. Was this is just such a good movie. Yeah. I just, I just ended up. It was hard. It. it was, it was difficult. There's for nothing me to I would change. There's nothing I wouldn't re. And now I've done this. Yes, but I wouldn't recast the no. lead. I had to think about how to do it. I actually had to talk with uh, uh, a guy at work who I would name check, but he's not on Facebook because he's a smart individual. <laughs> um, and kind of work through the next day some, things, like some stuff, yeah. which I, concerned me. It was like, wow, what am I going to do? Am I going to have to rely on Nathan? Which well, I feel like I could. That. I feel like I could have. For you this, don't want to. Yeah, I can't carry anything. But anyway, I'm I, weak. I, all is good. All is right with the world. Th- that's the thing about Cohen movies. This one, in, in most of the Cohen. This movies. is my favorite Cohen brothers film. Okay, this, I, I, I don't think, think it's. I don't think it's their greatest achievement. And we've had this conversation before. But I, it's my personal favorite. I think it might be their most accessible. Yeah. Uh, in some ways, I, I would agree. Maybe. I mean, and I, what I what I love about it too is that Jeff Bridges has completely leaned into this is the one that um whenever he dies at this the oscars, everyone knows at he's the oscars the dude. yeah at the oscars that year that's the picture they're gonna show they're gonna play i mean for god's sake and dude, me bob dylan his <laughs> his band is called the abiders yeah so anyway you were saying uh i think i don't think the dude is actually ever like drunk in this movie no he he's he's ne- he's always far from sober <laughs> Mind if I do it, but uh, yeah. Mind if I do a J? Uh, but <laughs> he never appears to be any type of disorderly outside of the time that he's drugged by Jackie Treehorn. That's the only time <laughs> yeah. where he has to stay out of the the uh, the beach community. 
Do you ever realize that the dude holds up his right hand when he says, do I look like I'm fucking married? Yeah, I always do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't... I, I just wonder, I'm like, is he that daft, or was this a is joke, he, was he or was this funny? purposeful? Was this in the script, which is probably what it was, but I just love that. Uh, he just Does it look right, like I'm married, married, man? Obviously, you're not a golfer. One thing I, I, I love about the Cohen, they have a very disarming way of pulling you into their sort of universe or whatever world they're trying to, right. to make a movie about, and even when that gets gross and violent and uncomfortable, you still don't want to leave. Like you still feel like you belong in, in Minnesota when Carl gets shot in the fucking face. Like <laughs> you're like, no, I'm here. I'm here. It's, I was, that was hard. I'm here. And when Donnie dies, you know, it's not yeah. nearly as bad. Right. But anything that once you get into this, you're like, no, I'm here. I'm penny in a pound, man. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go with whatever you guys got. It's, it's more of the, shit that was distracting me when i was trying to take notes on this it was just i was just thinking how do they do it yeah i don't know they're where did they different mindset man different mindset completely i don't even like the thing whatever the whatever the thing in life i do the absolute level best is pales in comparison to how these people these two dudes write characters and make movies all right well we'll see you next week um i'm kidding Mix me up another Caucasian. <laughs> do you know? Do you ever notice that um, the dude never bowls in this movie? I did not. Yeah, he never does. That's awesome. He goes bowling. You never see him. I don't know if you ever see Walter either, but you don't. You, you almost always just see Donnie and see? everybody else around. I'm throwing rocks tonight. <laughs> how do they Woo! know Donnie? I want to know how they know Donnie. I don't know. How does how does how how do the dude and Walter know each other to start with? But yeah, they are an odd couple. They are very much an odd couple. They get each other because pretty much, uh, yeah. There's there's it that almost, there's that friendship bond that there's that, something that that you know there's no way that these guys just came across each the other. The league didn't just put them together right. because they were the three freaks that nobody wanted to bowl with, no one wanted to roll with well, on the Shabbos. Donnie's amazing. <laughs> He's a Walter's great... got a few handicaps. One is his nine millimeter. <laughs> Walter's got a few handicaps. One, and one I of which never being PTSD. see, I never see Jeff Lebowski bowl. Who's Jeff Lebowski? Oh, the dude. Oh, oh the, dude. The, dude, the dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we could have drank today as well. It would have been some of that good sarsaparilla, Sioux City sarsaparilla. Yeah, that would have been good. They actually make that. You know, it's a real thing. I, it is. It's I have, pretty good. I've had it. It's tasty. Sarsaparilla is just it's, a fancy word for root beer anyway. Yeah. It's slightly, it's a little different, but yeah. It um, would It'd be sweeter than these. Sweeter than you who? <laughs> God. <laughs> I hate you. Here's a real easy to answer question. What doesn't work? Oh, oh, I cannot honestly answer this question. I think I'm too biased and love this film too much to find any issues with this movie. This movie is a fucking specimen. <laughs> this this is a movie to be shown to film students. Yeah. Uh, Aspiring writers. Why don't you hand me that uh, vodka and that Kahlua? Yeah, I've you bourbon, like that one, I've huh? bourboned my way through this one. That's like, why not just... <laughs> Um, I love uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman mm. playing Brant. He is like the physical embodiment of uncomfortableness. <laughs> I mean, he, he's Again, like he's, he's like oozing it. You know, when when he laughs, that uncomfortable laugh. This is Lebowski. <laughs> you feel it. His face turns red. You see it, and it's just like you feel the heat. Like your my ears get hot. You're uncomfortable because with him. Yeah. he's uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's so perfect. God, it's so funny. <laughs> 
when he keeps um Brant can't watch. He's gotta pay a hundred. <laughs> the scene when um the big Lebowski and Brant kidnap the dude they get him out of one limo, Jackie Treehorn's limo. Careful here, there's a, there's there's a beverage. beverage here, man. <laughs> and they put him in there, and he keeps mirroring everything the Big Lebowski says. Yes. We're upset, dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, what, just like, one of the dumbest jokes in this, and I know they did it on purpose. <clears throat> We've been that, desperately trying to reach you, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's that they refer to him by the dude. By the dude. And, or dude. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 Her life to, was in your hands, dude. He's trying to sound so <laughs> professional, but he keeps calling him dude. It's it's such a small little like entry level layer joke. I'm gonna tell you right now that Russian got on top of me, man. I'm feeling right. <laughs> <laughs> you told me one time this was supposed to be like a Raymond Chandler. This is very much a uh, long goodbye, Raymond Chandler esque. That was it's Elliot, very, it's Elliot a, Gould, right? He was in that movie. Yes. Um, it's a very noir detective story. When you break down the and just look at the skeletal structure, sure, that's very much what that all is. of their stuff is really. Yeah, this movie has it's like like we were just talking about. It's got the the detectivey noir novel. It's got comedy. I don't say mystery because you. Know, I mean, I it guess it's a mystery because you have no idea what's going on with Bunny. You think. That okay, has she been kidnapped? And then you're you're kinda thinking maybe she has been kidnapped and maybe uh you know, maybe the nihilists were involved because, you know, you can get a toe by you know, and I can get a I toe, get you with, toe with green nail polish by three o'clock. But you don't know. Fucking amateurs. <laughs> I love with Walter that everything comes back to his buddies dying face down, down in, in the Nom. muck. In, yeah, in the yeah. muck in Nom. The fuck does that have to do with anything, Walter? Well, here's something interesting for you. This came out right around, came out in 98, mm -hmm. was released probably 99 in 2000, was, you know, on cable. It was everywhere. And so was Napster. Okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, back in Napster, back when Napster was huge uh, and other torrent things and things of illegal format of trying to find, you know what? I'm going to look up the soundtrack. Well, the soundtrack doesn't have half the songs that are really awesome. Uh, my cousin put together a pirated soundtrack of this film, and uh, it's amazing. There are three people on this planet that I know of that have a copy of this soundtrack. Okay. My cousin's one. I'm one. Falcon is the mm -hmm. third, and you're going to be the fourth. Oh, shit. So they didn't make a soundtrack proper for it. They made a soundtrack, but there are several songs that you can't find. Oh. The full soundtrack, unedited, is on that uh, USB drive. Okay. That's okay. why you had that. This was here. Okay. This has two additional songs that you can't get, but this also has some more. That is amazing. <laughs> and I love, you like the, uh, looks like an LP. The artwork is great. Yeah. Oh, dude, like I used that. to do my my band back in the day. Here's your weirdest shout out ever. <laughs> my old band. To this day. This Artificial day. Limbs. <laughs> we would put shit out on these because they look like records. Right. We were the worst band uh, ever. Thank you. That's awesome. I thought you'd like that. Um, no, I don't. I love it. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Do you have a favorite line or scene? That's a stupid <laughs> question I asked just now. Hold on, hold on here. Uh, I'm going to read off a few of my lines. The scenes is a choose-your-own-adventure where you get to pick two of the four because we can't play four clips because that's a little okay. excessive. Okay. Uh, favorite line or piece of dialogue. First one is, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? 
You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an asshole. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> uh, second one is uh, one of the, the blonde treehorn thugs saying, the fuck is this? Obviously, you're not a golfer. <laughs> Holding up a bowling ball. Right, right. You know, uh, the dude goes, I don't need your fucking sympathy, man. I need my fucking Johnson. And Donnie comes back with, what do you need that for, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there's just one thing, dude. And what's that? Do you have to use so many cuss words? The fuck you talking about? Okay, dude, have it your way. <laughs> and then the last one is Mr. Treehorn treats objects like women, man. <laughs> I say that one quite a lot. My favorite scenes, there are four. Okay. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. My favorite scenes are four. I don't, it's going to be excessive to play four. Sure. So I'm going to tell you when we're ready. Pick your two numbers, and those are the two scenes we'll play. Oh, okay. So that's your choose-your-own-adventure for the scenes. <laughs> I don't know if I have a favorite line. My favorite scene might be, like, the first time you meet the Jesus. You meet his painted coke, uh, his, his painted coke nail. You meet his tongue. Oh, that's right. You meet his bowling ball. <sighs> it, might also be, uh, it might also be the scene where uh, they toss the money. Walter does the tuck and roll from the dude's car. But that's not it. My favorite scene... Is the is the scene where Donnie's eulogized? Uh, Donnie was a good man yeah. and a good bowler. It's he got the, a touch of that Midwestern that he, it, does, he does too. Yeah, he does. It's the it's the one time. This is why it's my favorite because yeah. I love Walter. Right, Walter's like if, if 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 a dude like Walter is on your side, the price. Okay, you're safe no matter where you are. Yeah, the price you pay for that safety is you have to deal with his fucking bullshit. Okay. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Shut, yeah, you have to deal That's with the problem. all his... But if anything ever happens, that motherfucker is killing anything that's going to try to hurt you. Yeah. What I like about Donnie's funeral scene is that that's the first time he... He, he expresses, like, he, oh, he, he actually knew Donnie. Yeah, it hurts him a bit. Yeah, like, and you it, see yeah. the You see the... It takes him down a peg. Yeah, you take, yeah, it takes him down a peg. And it's the only thing he has to... <laughs> anything close to an actual loving emotion... For, for someone else, other than that goddamn dog. Up until you said that everything in this was scripted, I would have told you that John Goodman was, was pulling that out of his ass. Yeah. No. God damn, man. Crazy, right? That You think actors are these people that just turn up, put on a costume, get some makeup, and they go in and they And sing. memorize some lines. Yeah, and they memorize some lines. Or they go in, if, you're, if they're really artsy-fartsy, they go in and they just, they're like Bill Murray, they pretend and they, say, they make up shit on their own. But that's, like, to take... Something someone else wrote to a T and do it like that. And you know, here we are 20 some odd years later, 21 years, 22 years later, talking about the big Lebowski like this. It's not news to anybody, but I didn't know it. I mean, I've always loved John Goodman. I didn't like uh, what was the one that the last one they did with him when he was the the, the smacked out jazz Desmond Lewin, Llewellyn. I didn't yeah, like I, I didn't a, like that movie. Inside Llewellyn Davis. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like. I that. haven't seen that one yet. Here's a question: In a one-to-one fight, knockdown, dragout, winner take all, who wins? The dude's beard or Sam Elliott's mustache? Sam Elliott's mustache. You're correct. That thing is. It's got. A, it's magnificent. It's no. It's not. That's creepy and weird and long and crusty and gross. But it's it's. <laughs> oh no! That's the dude's beard. <laughs> When you have Walter in your corner, that's, yeah, you're going to, 
you're you're always going to be safe. But I still don't understand how it is that Donnie just nothing phases him. Donnie, no matter how often he's told to shut up, who Donnie? Yeah, he, nothing phases him. Nothing phases I, Donnie. Exactly. I hate you. <laughs> you're wanting me to say shut the fuck up, aren't you? Yeah, I was. I was trying to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate you. <laughs> but I mean, he always keeps his cool. It's like he does. he's just. You know, it just slides right off. I'm There's the nothing. Yeah, I'm the walrus. Exactly. Uh, the cassette that the dude is listening to is labeled Side A, a Venice Beach League playoffs. I saw that. 1987. <laughs> Side B, Bob. This is Bob. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> Wonder what Bob. I really know. I, I want to know what Bob. Bob Dylan. Maybe. La, 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 la. They're so close. <laughs> he doesn't need to use his last name, right? <laughs> Sam Elliott doesn't age. Mm-mm. He's his hair is now white, but otherwise but it, it, he's, he's mustacheless, though. Correct? I can't. remember. I think he does not have a mustache in he that. Maybe in that. But he's. It's like I guess. Dude, you haven't looked. The only thing that changes about Sam Elliott from today in 2019 to 1987, the first time I remember seeing him in mask, is his hair color. Other than that, I'm not fucking with him. Lisa had posted uh, this. Uh, it's image. Lisa six pack. Lisa dot six pack. Sorry, at gmail dot com. <laughs> she had posted. I don't know where she found it, but there's a picture of young Sam Elliott and young um, Powers Booth. No, I'm the Walrus. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Who, Sitting what, here waiting. What did he play? He was in um, Quantum Leap. Dean Stockwell. No, the other guy. <laughs> Scott Bakula. There's a young picture of Scott Bakula and a young picture of Sam Elliott, and they're them older and they look really similar like and there was a joke of you ever seen these two guys at the same on the screen at the same time <laughs> but i mean their pictures from like their high school or college uh-huh. years they are almost like they they could be brothers wow that'd Those, be a fun uh, movie that would be interesting have you ever thought they play twins about the possibility of a universe wherein scott bakula plays dracula I think that'd be funny. It's, it's always it's always running around in my head. I was trying not to spit my drink out. I, pre- I appreciate that. Thanks. The only thing worse than beer on a microphone is sugary vodka, alcohol, girly drink. You like that? No, I don't. If uh, you had a magic wand, what would you change about the Big Lebowski? Um, Probably nothing. I'll go. Go ahead. I would go back in time to before I'd seen it so I could watch it again for the first time. That's a good... That's that's a good magic wand. There's I, because even, I have mine. Mine's blank. Not even for funsies. I guess in the name of making a magic wand change, just doing our due diligence. In the name of making a magic wand change, the only thing I would it would take away from the movie, but it would be to make that stupid subplot where the the stranger is actually Wade Garrett's ghost, and he's in the afterlife. He's a right. white, he's a white hat cowboy. Okay. And he's he's and and Brad Wesley has faked his own death, and he's a porno guy in, in L.A. and he comes to aid the dude, put the dude on the right path, so as to take down the man that had him killed in Jasper, Missouri. That just just to connect the two. But there's there's nothing. In the, this is a perfect fucking movie. There's really nothing that I would change. I mean, Jackie Treehorn has the same late night titty parties on the beach, swimming suit, <laughs> ladies. Um, the guy with the uh, the blanket when he's lifting her, launching her back up. Yeah, he's got the same lame ass like late eighties suits. They and have he, the same beach parties. They except do. ones in Jasper and ones in Malibu. I thought you were gonna say ones on a river on the other side of the river from I another s- house. 
and he comes up when he when he first when you first kind of meet Jackie Treehorn, he walks up to the camera and almost has like his own little introduction where he he yeah. I'm Jackie Treehorn. Do you think they did that on purpose? Was yeah. that like was that a nod to Roadhouse? I'm not being, I'm not sure if I'm that not, was a nod to Roadhouse, but that was pretty it was it was There's just an overt a, thing happening there, right? He is I'm a larger wrong. than life Am I character. Wrong? Am I wrong? No. You're just an asshole. Uh I think it was just he's larger than life in this in this area, okay. and that's that's how what it was. Comes, yeah, that's okay. how he comes across. So, um, do you think <laughs> if you were to uh, if you were to recast the lead in this movie? <laughs> oh, this is going to be interesting. I have, I have, uh, I this, have. This I is, had to talk. I, it out. I, I, I talked. Talk I had. You know what? I put down here. I said. I even wrote it to myself. Going. Uh, this is an impossible question for me to answer, but I'm going to try. Uh, the dude, Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Well, I'm, pres- I'm presuming now. Now. Or, okay. Yeah. The laid back. I do not hate that. Because he's got that chill. He can nothing. Pull- he pulls off that vibe. I'm not saying yeah. that he's better than, you know, Bridges. Oh, God, but, no. But, no, no, no. but, he but just as good in, yeah, in his own in way. In his sure. own way. Yeah. Uh, Walter, Michael Shannon. Okay. <laughs> Again, a little same intensity, a little, little more acidic or bitter, less maybe? funny, less funny, but yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, less funny, more. Oh, there's a lot of aftertaste on that one, you know. And then uh, Donnie, I had <laughs> this is a weird one. Uh, Kylo Ren, Adam Driver. I could see because him he being doesn't super. Talk much? I could see him as being a bit super annoying playing the. Yeah, yeah. have you ever watched the show Girls? <laughs> I've seen one or two episodes of it, and I know he's in that, and he is kind of annoying, but he... Uh, okay, man. That's... that. Uh, so honestly, had... ours, our lists connect okay. in the weirdest of possible ways. Actually, no, it's not. Com- knowing knowing us and knowing this podcast, and people that know us personally <laughs> will not think it weird. Okay. Now, it wasn't on purpose, but this was really hard for me because it's almost... The, it's It's... The the people that were cast in this were perfect, and they play it so perfectly, and it's it's really hard to be objective. So this is one I actually had to talk it out with my friend at work for the dude, Carrie Fisher. Like uh, last six seven years, Carrie Fisher, obviously okay. before her death. <laughs> Thanks. Latter latter years, Carrie Fisher. Thanks, Captain Obvious. Old, <laughs> older, wiser, waits to hear everything you have to say before she says what she has to say. Carrie Fisher. That's, okay, that's the dude or the dudette, I guess in this case. Before, after she started to kind of seem like she was talking a little weird. After, like, after. after, yeah. Okay, she, did she seem a little strokey to you? A yeah. touch, yeah. unfortunately. Post stroke, at least, at least when Fake you saw teeth. those. At least when you saw like the interviews after the movie was out, kind of thing. What, whatever you're talking about, yeah. Okay, that, that yeah. Okay, that era, Carrie Fisher. I'm not wearing dentures. Not, I, Sound like she has dentures. Yeah, yeah that's probably okay. what it was. As much as I hate to say it, for Walter or whatever the female equivalent of Walter would be, okay, Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> okay, she could do that. You had to get. You need to add about fifteen more years to get her close to. You just mean age wise? Yeah, age wise. And for Donnie, Tina Fey. <laughs> I could. T- I would totally watch that. I would fucking uh, absolutely watch that. I I would just want to go. Hey, you know what? We're doing our own rendition of the Big Lebowski line for line. We're, you want to come over to our house? That would be amazing. That would be great. We're just gonna sit down and we're just gonna go line for line. Yes. 
I would. I'd be down for that. Tina Fey would be amazing in that. She would because no, Tina Fey can do as much or as little as you need her to do. Yes, but, well, like I fucking know. But based on what I've seen, she's she's perfectly willing to look like an idiot, mm-hmm. or kind of like Carol Burnett. She's like a modern Carol Burnett. She's no Carol Burnett, but she's who's the who's her co-star? Uh, <laughs> Jane Krakowski. No. In Carol Burnett show, she's oh not, Vicky Lawrence. She's no Vicky Lawrence. She's. <laughs> That's weirdly interesting. Who plays Jesus? <laughs> um, Who plays uh, the Big um, Lebowski? <laughs> um, what's her name from Modern Family? Oh, oh, uh, Sofia Vergara. Yeah, IJ. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if you pull some she like you did the other day, I will take that fucking gun from you and I will stick it up your ass and put the trigger till it goes click. Uh, yeah, that, who plays Smokey? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Carol Burnett. <laughs> Over the law! You know my wife's met Carol Burnett? Shook her hand. Oh, yeah? <laughs> okay, what did I, oh, do you know what Walter business, his actual business is? He's, uh, are we in trivia? No, not yet. Um, sweet. Um, I think I wrote this down when I was watching it the other day. He's um, like security. Yeah, subject security on the uh, the marquee on on the building. Mm-hmm. Not marquee and building are totally different. On the sign on the building, it says uh, subject security, strength, security, peace of mind. <laughs> subject security. I, yeah, calmer than you. Calmer than you, dude. <laughs> uh, when the dude drops the uh, the stick, this this probably brought out. The biggest laugh for brought, me brought out the man in you. Yes, it brought out the man in me, and the the manly laugh that followed is when he he drops that still lit roach when he's driving back and he's you know <laughs> pumping on the y- yeah. Listen to looking out my back door <laughs> right after getting <laughs> you know a colonoscopy or maybe <laughs> not that extreme, but anyway, checks his prostate, <laughs> checks his oil, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> He screams like a girl. After, yes. And then losing control of the car and hitting the dumpster. My God. The car pops in up. In my opinion, that is the, the drop dead funniest scene in the entire film for me. Hmm. I don't know why. Just well, he loses his cool one of the few times. It's a bit of slapstick in an yes. otherwise witty comedic movie. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that does crack me up because it's a that is a long shot. It's a nice one shot of of the dumpster, and he hits it, and the car, and the car <laughs> pops up. <laughs> the, yes, the ass end pops up. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. Uh, second funniest scene, like funniest for me, uh, the dude trying to be a sleuth, discovering uh, the man with the giant erection that Jackie Treehorn draws, takes the paper, rips it up, and he comes in and sketches his pencil down. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I don't know why. It's like I'm going to be smart. I'm going to see what he wrote down. He's like. Sneaks around and it's just he drew a picture of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> That's the missing link. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, uh, and then the, what's worse is it gets folded up and he puts it in his pocket and then it gets readdressed a little not readdressed but it gets brought back up when the Malibu the police the chief sheriff, opens it yeah. up looks at this and then looks at his Ralph's card and goes Is this your only form of identification? <laughs> I'm you know I'm between I'm I'm, I'm, I'm unemployed. Are you employed, sir? One of my favorite lines, too. Well, fuck it. Yes, well, fuck it, right? That's when the old man starts yelling <laughs> yes, at him. Yes, when the big Lebowski does. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> that's that. yeah, that's your answer to everything, isn't it? <laughs> My advice to you is do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. The bum's lost. <laughs> <laughs> did you know that uh, the girl who's playing the, the, the nihilist with her toe cut off, that's Amy Mann? No shit. Yeah. I did not know that. I didn't she's, know it until I popped that up. That was... <laughs> It's very German. You think she took offense? To, or how have something? we not talked about Flea being in this? Uh, yeah, Flea has Flea. the he has the most fun film career of any person. Back ever. to the Future. Back to the Future. Back to the Future Two. Back to the Future Three. Was he? In th- oh yeah, he wasn't three because he was at the very end. He was in a movie called The Chase with Charlie Sheen and Christy Swanson. Swanson. Uh, he and Anthony Kiedis were in that. He's how does he does. What happens there? So do, do they get ha- a call for a weird-looking dude that can be manic and hyper, or does someone go, you know what I fucking need? I need fucking Flea for this. I need I, this character needs to be played by Flea. Call him. That is funny. What is it? I don't know. But when you watch it, it, we, uh, at it, least for me, every time I'm watching a movie, it's perfect. For and I see, yeah, exactly. And I see we him. We believe I go, in nothing, Lebowski. We believe in nothing, Lebowski. Nothing. Every time I see him in anything, and he he's takes in. the bowling ball to the gut. <laughs> I thought I always felt like it was a chest. Like Maybe the, it was a chest, but it cage. just caves yeah. him in. Either way, he folds in half. Anything when it hits him. he is in is. If only there was a third movie that <laughs> that had a red hot chili pepper in it. I don't think there is. I guess I won't uh, hit our contest. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I won't work for the contest, will it? Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, this is no. the third one. Well, yeah, but yeah, but it's the he's same. In, he's he, in Back to the Future. Okay. He's oh, he's this. not in Roadhouse. No. Right, it's Anthony Kiedis. It's Anthony so it's Kiedis. it's a. Mm. I don't know. Shit. If you list it, we may count it. Um, what did I do? Uh, what's your okay. trivia? My trivia. No, that's not it. One other thing, the dude's shirt that he had on. The bowling shirt. Yeah, it says Art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that his name? <laughs> no, it's yeah. Jeff. Yeah, it should say Jeff. Well, Donnie's Johnny, Donnie's shirt says Austin. Oh, oh it does. Yeah, I think I never noticed that. So they just. Let's go down to the thrift store and get some bowling shirts. Bowling shirts. It's awesome. Get whatever it fits. Apparently, Art had the same body physique as the dude. He is a bowler. (laughs) They're a very athletic body type. (laughs) The last time you saw a fucking Nike commercial with a bunch of bowlers in it. Uh, Never. There you go. They want you to buy shoes, not get a vasectomy. All right. I'm going to put your favorite things up here first. Casting alternatives. You're fucking kidding me. They didn't have everybody in this movie in mind for the role they played in this movie when they cast not for, this movie. Not necessarily for the main. I Believe can't it or not. Fucking go. All right. Wait, can I? Kyle McLaughlin. It's not for anybody that is in the main roles of mm-hmm. the dude, mm-hmm. Walter, Donnie, any of those. Okay. For Bunny, Tara Reed. this actress was considered for the role of Bunny. We've talked about her recently. Charlize. They're wrong. Mm. Uh, names tossed around for the role of the big Lebowski. Robert Duvall, who passed because he wasn't fond of the script. Well, uh, this wasn't okay. his thing. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, who passed since he had no interest in playing an American at the time. Yeah, I would not I guess. Uh, Gene Hackman. I could see Gene Hackman. Apparently, he was on a break. A second wish list uh, included an oddball... Um, of who's who included Norman Mailer, George C. Scott, Jerry Falwell, Gore Vidal, uh, Andy Griffith, William F. Buckley, 
and Ernest Borgnine, the Cohens' ultimate Big Lebowski that they really wanted was Marlon Brando, and they couldn't get any of them. That was Brando all wouldn't have been funny. No, Brando wouldn't have been funny. Did you imagine if it was Andy Griffith? <laughs> Andy Griffith, that's my dream. That wow. would have been amazing. Wow. Yes, well, fuck it. I would have just. <laughs> have you ever been yelled at by Andy Griffith? How fucking funny would that have been? Mother of God. What did he say to him? Like, did they show him the script and the first time he read the word fuck, he went, no, y'all, I can't do this. Well, screw it. <laughs> That's your answer to everything, isn't it? Can we change the word fuck to the word screw? You hate a job, sir. I hate the screwing eagles. It sounds fine. Imagine if Andy Griffith had played the Big Lebowski and Brent had been played by Don Knotts. <laughs> <laughs> We're upset, dude. Her life was in your hands. Her life was in your, your hands, hands, dude. So evidently my Andy Griffith impression and my Barney Fife impression are just yelling and not yelling. Slightly louder. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason we normally drink beer during this podcast, not mm. vodka. This holy, might be one of them. Holy Christ. <laughs> Shazam! <laughs> the Jesus is played by Gomer Pyle. <laughs> You just now you now we're just recasting the whole movie with the cast of the Andy Griffith show. Smokey So would be, Floyd. Smokey is Floyd the Barber. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so Ron Howard. Uh Bunny is Aunt B. Okay. No, Andy, no. Andy, I'll suck your cock for a thousand dollars. Be careful, there's an apple pie cooling on the windowsill. What are the, we could get the theme song under that. What are the chances? Nathan's crying. <laughs> oh, I just shit my pants. <laughs> God damn. That's a, that's twice this year we've taken Andy Griffith into this weird... Remember when he slaughtered the entire, up world. The entire Korean village and made barbecue out? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which then brings you back to Anthony Hopkins. God damn. Do you have any trivia? Yeah. Tag, uh. Tagline on the movie poster, it takes a guy as simple as the dude and Walter to make a story this complicated. <laughs> and they'd rather and then he'd rather just be bowling. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Uh, this is John Goodman's favorite Coen Brothers film, at least that he's done, that he's appeared in. Uh, okay. In earlier drafts of the script, the dude's source of income, we said before, Ruby's Cube, heir of the Ruby's Cube inventor. Sure, sure. Uh, the dude... Tells Maud he was a roadie for Metallica on their fictional Speed of Sound tour. He refers to the band as a bunch of assholes. Metallica themselves were flattered to be referred to in a Coen Brothers film. And uh, Kirk Hammett once noted in an interview that he was really trying a, a way to incorporate that piece of the film into what they would play before their live show. <laughs> like they're a bunch of assholes and then they come out to stay on stage. That's funny. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, the reason Donnie is constantly being told to shut the fuck up by Walter is because Buscemi's character in Fargo, also directed by the Coens, uh, was such a mouthy chatterbox. Nice. So they immediately shifted down to one to the other. So he, so the, 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 uh, it's just, Fargo we were right 96, 96, 97. And, and so 98 You is, hated his character in Fargo. Yeah. Well, you loved his character, but he's a. Yeah. You, yeah, you don't yeah. like him. You, the character's great, but you don't like yeah. him as a person. But right. you love Donnie. Donnie. <laughs> okay. But that's the reason why he was being, why he was being told to, to shut up so much. That's amazing. Uh, 
Uh, one of the inspirations of Walter um, is the Coen brothers' friend, writer, and director, John Milius. We'll throw that back down to he was the director of Red Dawn. So the okay. infamously bombastic right-winger uh, with an obsession with all things militaristic and an enthusiasm for guns. His girth, beard, hairstyle, and uh, sunglasses. Affinity for bowling. Yeah. Are also all reflected in Walter with his physical appearance. Uh, people mentioned uh, peeing on the dude's rug 17 times. The rug peers. They also mentioned that the rug really tied the room together five times. That's it. Yeah. It seemed more than that. Peeing 17, I get that. I can see it. Uh, in a rare Cohen Brothers interview in 2009, the Coen's, uh, uh, Joel Cohen flatly stated that the movie uh, has more of an enduring fascination for other people than it does for the people who actually wrote it. So they're like, meh, it's all right. It's not our favorite. Fans are like, we love it. You're like, well, there's a Lebowski Fest where people go. Every year. Yeah. I wonder what their favorite. I wonder what the Coens would say their favorite movie of theirs is. Probably Barton Fink. Or Serious Man. Serious Man. Serious Man. I I hated that movie. Do you hate it because of the ending? Because there really wasn't a resolution. Hey, look, there's a tornado. And then it ends. It just was... I, I never could get what they're trying to say. Yeah, there wasn't any resolution, but I couldn't get what they were trying to say. I didn't get what they were trying to say either. Uh, the dude drinks nine white Russians, or Caucasians. So have I. Uh, and he drops one of them at Jackie Treehorn's mansion. Oh, because he's all high up on Well, the, it's because he got drugged. On the boner pills. <laughs> uh, uh, the only time Donnie doesn't get a strike is the night that he dies. I love that little bit of foreshadowing. Yeah, because he's got that look on his face like, I'm not feeling right. That's weird. Yeah. I did not, I, that might also oh, kind of, it, it's one of my favorite scenes when Donnie dies. And you don't even see him die. No. But it adds the weight to the movie. Oh, yeah. It really, it takes it back into a serious tone. Yeah, it kills an innocent. Donnie's completely innocent. He doesn't go on the money exchange with the dirty undies. He doesn't do, all Donnie does is turn up and bowl, hang out with the dude and Walter. Did you realize the dream sequence when you see Maude flying off on the rug? It took me three times before I realized no, that his, was the rug. It's his rug. Yeah. I don't know why. It just never clicked that I, she's honestly, flying away on the rug yeah. that they just took. I don't know when I first noticed it, but it was early on. Uh, all right. I got four scenes. You get to choose two. Two? That's not. That's one. And three. Two and three. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm slamming him tonight. You guys are dead in the water. All right, way to go, Donnie! If you would, it is no dream. Fucking 20 minutes late, man. What the fuck is that? Theodore Herzl. State of Israel. If you will it, dude, it is no dream. What the fuck are you talking about, man? The carrier. What's in the fucking carrier? Huh? Oh! Cynthia's dog. I think it's a Pomeranian. I can't leave him home alone or eat some furniture. I'm watching it while Cynthia and Marty Ackerman are in Hawaii. You brought a fucking Pomeranian bowling? You brought it bowling? I didn't rent it shoes. I'm not buying it a fucking beer. He's not taking your fucking turn, dude. Man, if my fucking ex-wife asked me to take care of her fucking dog while she and her boyfriend went to Honolulu, I'd tell her to go fuck herself. Why can't you board it? First of all, dude, you don't have an ex. Secondly, this is a fucking show dog with fucking papers. You can't board it. It gets upset. Its hair falls out. Walter. Fucking dog has fucking papers. Over the line! Huh? I'm sorry, Smokey. You were over the line. That's a foul. Bullshit. Mark at eight, dude. Uh, Excuse me. 
Market zero next frame. Bullshit, Walter. Market eight, dude. Smokey, this is not Nam. This is bowling. There are rules. Hey, Walter, come on. It's just, hey, man, it's Smokey. So his toe slipped over a little, you know? It's just a game, man. This is a league game. This determines who enters the next round robin. Am I wrong? Yeah, but I wasn't. Am I wrong? Yeah, but I wasn't over. Give me the marker, dude. I'm marking an eight. Smokey, my friend. You're entering a world of pain. Walter, man. You mark that frame in eight, you're entering a world of pain. I'm not. A world of pain. Look, dude, I, this is your partner. Has the whole world gone crazy? Am I the only one around here who gives a shit about the rules? Mark it zero. They're calling the cops, man. Put the piece away. Mark it zero. Walter, put the piece away. Walter? You think I'm fucking around here? Mark it zero. All right, it's fucking zero. You happy, you crazy fuck? The leak game smoke. We're not allowed to have vodka on this show again. <laughs> we, just, we, just, we rambled incessantly during that clip. It's the only time we've had vodka on the show. It yes, is. and it's the last time it's we will have Jesus vodka. Jesus Christ. Uh... <laughs> Well, I mean, the. It's a league game, Smokey. Don't fuck with Walter, man. His rules. On the rules, you know, man. You know, you, during like <laughs> league play, man. You know what was nice, though, is actually seeing him being. It was one of the few times he was actually positive towards Donnie when he came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accolades and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. where did he go? Out of that, kid. Yeah. All right. So it does exist, but mostly he's hearing, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Until he dies. I'm motherfucker strike, dude. Truly a source of inspiration. Sweetie, sit down. Uh, this man is the police. Oh, no, ma'am. We didn't want to give the impression that we were police exactly. We're hoping it won't be necessary to call the police. But that's up to little Larry here. Isn't it, Larry? Is this your homework, Larry? Is this your homework, Larry? Look, man. Dude, it, please. Is this your homework, Larry? Just ask him about the car, man. Is this yours, Larry? Is this your homework, Larry? Set your car out front. Is this your homework, Larry? We, we know it's his fucking homework. Where's the fucking money, you little brat? Look, Larry. Have you ever heard of Vietnam? Oh, You're entering a world Walter. of pain, son. We know that this is your homework. We know that you stole a car. And the fucking money. And the fucking money. And we know that this is your homework. I'm going to cut your dick off, Larry. You're killing your father, Larry. All right. This is pointless. Okay. It's time for plan B. You might want to watch out that front window, Larry. Son, this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Language problem here. A little prick stonewalling me. Walter! What what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Here you go, Larry. You see what happens? You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens? This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass, Larry! This is what happens, Larry. You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the air? This is what happens. You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens, Larry? 
Do you see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the Alps? <laughs> how, oh. how how long do you think they can, how long it took for them to come up with when you find a stranger in the Alps? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. My question was going to be how long do you think it stopped them to stop laughing when they had to go in and do the ADR for the television version? <laughs> Do you think they did that as a mark of pride to be able to I, get that scene on television? Look, uh, absolutely. I would see it as a mark of pride just because it... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you. It's, Does it still hold up? The First day War this, was Saddam. The, the day this movie came out, it was... I forget what movie we talked about. Probably Raiders? Maybe Young Frankenstein? It was a classic. Yeah. The day it wrapped. Because of the style. I mean, all of their, their modern accoutrement aside... It's still a detective story, mm-hmm. and detective stories are timeless. They're always well. It's a good. It's that. It's also a mistaken identity. You know, that's what also works. Is there's just that mistaken identity. So you're saying there's a play- mistaken identity? Yeah. Well, they think he's one Lebowski, and it's somebody else. I was referencing Fletch. You know because mine, I meshed mine with my my final thoughts and hold. And does it still hold up? But before we get there, then well, well before yeah, before we get there, let me finish. That. Yeah, they. What happens with a lot of movies, especially from 80s, 90s era, is they cram technology and things that were popular in the movies that were popular at the time. Like, okay, uh, the movie Sneakers is not going to play now because it's like you're trying to break into a calculator. Well, what's great with Sneakers, though, is the characters. That's what makes the movie more okay. timeless than the okay. technology. Okay. I'll but, give you that. But, yeah. But I, they, but I see where you're going. They At the beginning of this movie, they tell you, this movie takes place in 1991. Yeah. So, don't look for cell phones. Don't look for the internet. Where are you going, dude? Going home, Donnie. Phone's ringing, dude. Thank you, Donnie. Fuck you, Nathan. Okay, so fucking cell phones existed. Fine. Great. <laughs> well, well, you did realize that it was the size of a car battery that he my, was carrying. <laughs> my dad actually got a cell phone in 1990 or 1991, so I should have known that, and I didn't. That was just funny. And thanks. No, <laughs> was it? Thanks for pointing that out. Now I feel like an asshole. But they still tell you this movie takes place during the first Gulf yes. War. So you you automatically 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 know when uh, to omit technology or what technology to omit. And I forget what greater point I was trying to make by that because of your cruel, cruel, horrible joke at my expense. <laughs> Does this still hold up? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, yeah. Yes. It's a classic Thank from you. day one. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty much a classic from day one. It's kind of like, for me, I think the film is kind of like a fine wine. And it, in, all, in all honesty, it kind of gets better with age because the more you see it, the more you peel back another layer. Sure. And maybe you catch something you didn't catch before. There's just, there's so many layers to that comedic writing that the Coen brothers do with some of their films that I didn't catch that. Well, because but, but I caught that last time, but I didn't catch it this time. They'll and now, come but in I with this a, instead. You they'll know? come in with an overt joke. Yeah, and then beneath that is a layer of wretched darkness, yeah. like murder or, or, or yeah. thievery or toe cutoffery or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then beneath that is another layer of just straight comedy. But yeah, but what makes this film work so much is the characters are greater than the plot. In many ways. While the plot is interesting. Uh, yeah. 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 Be, but I you want to know what are these guys going to do next? To sort this problem. To out. sort this shit out. Yeah, you yeah, know, 
the heart of the movie really is is that unlikely friendship between the the like the almost pacifist dude and the violence prone Walter. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you get that, the rest will come to you in time. It's just you have to peel back each layer to get another joke that you may not have understood the first time. The Big Lebowski is meant is not really meant for one and done viewing. And that's why a lot of oh, people sorry. when they see it the first time, they're just like, Yeah, I was all right. Watch it again. Yeah. It gets better. Yeah. And so hands down, it's I think it's probably one of the funniest films I've ever seen. But it's it's one of those films where you have to see it several times before you really get how funny it is. But but mostly It's like arrested development. Yeah. It it just it took multiple viewings. It's the absorption and and oversaturization was really the key that unlocked the the hilarity. You 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 start to absorb things like the dude does throughout the movie and respit them back out later. Yeah, whether they work or they don't work for you, it's not but funny. That's the way, what makes the movie work. It's so not well. funny on the front end like Kingpin is funny on the front end, or Dumb and Dumber, or fucking Bugs Bunny. Right. It's funny because it's engaging and interesting enough in a number of ways that you watch it and you come back a second time and you pick up something and a third time you pick up another something and a fourth time. And before you know it, somebody does something to you at work and you go to your boss and you go, you know, like this aggression, you know, will not stand, will not stand, man. (laughs) (laughs) And then you realize you've said an asinine line. I've, it's happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's the reason I bring it up. <laughs> and then you realize that it's fucking genius. Yeah. Uh, can you recommend a similar or equal film? The only one that I I can only... When it comes to Coen Brothers, it's really hard to recommend anything other than Coen Brothers. I did the same thing. I did Raising I did Arizona. Mm, uh, okay. It's hilarious, strange, and quirky. There's, there's notes of that directorial brilliance in in what you see that they put on camera but it's not yet like there's there's not yet there well how to put it there's also a not yet off the grid performance by Nicolas Cage uh in the yeah, film he's, he's pretty you know it scratches that same itch but it just doesn't have all the profanity <laughs> and it's got John Goodman yeah and it's got John Goodman again as well so that's I did what the, I would recommend I did the same thing that I here that I did with with Kingpin, I ticked off three boxes. Um, I went with a Cohen movie, which is No Country for Old Men. Much darker. Humor much darker. is much more subdued. No, there's than that no, one. is there any humor in that movie? There's humor with with some of the stuff with uh, with Tommy Lee Jones, but it's just it's. I was mostly going so subtle for yeah. the story of two or three different people after the same MacGuffin. Okay, that's, that's yeah, that's where I was going with. It. All right. Um, the second one, I went detective story. The fucking Rockford Files. Just some sort of hapless kind of schlub. And I know I, I, Rockford Files was a TV show, but right. the, there's just so damn many episodes. It's kind of the same thing every time. Kind of... Likeable guy. Good-natured, hulking, yeah. lovable, likable guy. I've been watching the Rockford Files, so fucking you're going to give me that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, It's hard to say. It's hard to turn down James Gardner. He's... I fucking yeah. His voice is just so good. Yeah. It's, and for a third kind of quirky, funny detective story, I think I've talked about it before, but it's The Curse of the Jade Scorpion. I'm not sure if I've seen that or it's not. A, you it, think you've talked about it, but yeah, I'm not it's sure. It's a latter day. Seen. It's uh, from 02. It's a Woody, it? it's Woody Allen. Uh, oh, it's got Helen Hunt in it, doesn't it? 
And it, yes, and yeah. in a rare turn of events, I actually don't completely despise her existence in this movie. She's not a likable character, and I don't like her in the movie. I have but, seen it, but it's been so long, I, I wanna, can't remember. You want to borrow it? I might. Okay. It's good. It's a really good movie. It's, 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 shit, it's about 20 years old now. But there's nothing. The Big Lebowski is a peerless movie. There is not even a Coen Brothers movie can top it because each Coen Brothers movie is like, the best movie. On its own, it's just kind it's, of in its own universe in many ways. Yeah, but which is. Yeah. They're all, on, they're all in the same universe. They're all in the sure. same solar system, but they're definitely different planets. <laughs> they circle the sun differently, you know? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah. You didn't hate it the first time you saw no, it. No, I didn't hate it. I, I liked just, it. I didn't know what I was watching. That's where I was. I liked it. I just didn't know what I was watching the first time I saw it. I, I just thought they were using John Goodman because the popularity Oh, look, of he's Roseanne. big and angry. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought popularity of Roseanne. Yeah, right? that's true. But I liked it. I just didn't know what I was watching. And each time after that, I'd watched it. And it had such a hard time. No, I'm sorry. I had such a hard time noting this movie because I just kept watching it. Because that's what happens to me every time I watch this movie. You, you get lost in these performances. Yeah, and you just don't. You just really don't see that anymore. No, not real. Not you don't see it very often. I'll tell you that much. Even in Cohen movies, what was the last thing they did? Was it was it Inside Lewin Davis? I think it was Hail Caesar. Was after that, ah. and I still, I tried watching that now. Sometimes with them, it's it's hit or miss. It's hit or miss. It's hit yeah. or miss. Uh, there are more hits than misses, but sure. within the last uh, probably five to seven years, to me, that's just they haven't been striking the same chord that they did. I I, I take a note, and then forty minutes later, you're well, like, twenty. Oh, yeah. It was twenty minutes. Like fuck, I missed. I missed. I missed taking. I missed note taking time because. But it, I, I was able to. I was able to rope it back in and. Well, that's the big these, Lebowski. You want to do Caucasians some? are pretty much gone, and so are we outside of a couple of chasers. So. Do some chase. I'm not. I'm chasing this shit with water. Why? Because fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, some chasers. All right. As I chew my ice into the mic, I'm sure. Sorry. As I dig into my bag and realize they're both sitting here in front of me in envelopes. <sighs> I found an extra one hiding in here. Sweet. This will be a special one. Okay. It's from an actual listener. Other than my wife. Bunny in Malibu wants to know, <laughs> what movie have you watched but will never, ever, ever watch again? I know this. I know this. I have two answers to that question, and it's pretty quick. Okay. Do you want both? Yeah, both. Go Okay. Quick. The first one is Irreversible. It is a French film with uh, Monica Bellucci, and it has one of the most violent death scenes within the first five to ten f minutes it kind of has that same feel as uh in in the narrative as um well what's the um uh, christopher nolan's film uh, memento where that each scene is played back not played backwards but each scene is told backwards because sure. the entire story is told backwards gotcha. yeah, yeah it kind of has that same narrative it's just it's it's really hard to watch and that Getting somebody's face bashed in with a fire extinguisher is not what you really want to keep rewatching. Uh, Depends ever. on whose face it is, but I, sure. May, <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> the other one is The Exorcist, just because it's so just heavy. Yeah, that's not, not a not a rom com. Nah. Yeah, I don't um, pop that one in uh, ever. <laughs> After yeah, it's a cha for me. I call those uh, channel changers. <laughs> 
if I see it on after I've seen it once, I was like, yeah, I'm done with this one. I saw it. I know how it ends. Next. I have um, two. Well, one whole movie and then one 1.35%, I guess. The Human Centipede. <laughs> I only heard about it. Never the wanted The first half of that movie is fucking funny because you can riff on it because it's so asinine and stupid. Okay. And then it must have just... I. It's I I think it's personal because it's so over the top. It's not supposed to be freaky, but the first time and only time I've seen that movie, it gave me a panic attack. I'm not sure why. As to, as is the second one, but the Human Centipede, I'll never watch that again. It just it's gross. People shitting in each other's mouths, even though it's I don't know Human Centipede. And then there's a Jennifer Aniston movie called Derailed. You know that one with Javier Bardem? I think is it Javier Bardem? There's this violent rape scene in it, uh, and it was on at the gym, and I had my hear uh, like my earbuds in, and I was listening to music. But which one was this again? Derailed with Jennifer Aniston. Title, yeah. It's not Javier Bardem. It's uh, I can't remember his name. He's cheating on his wife with Jennifer Aniston, which is fun to watch on screen. Until you don't know it's coming. Even in the context of the movie, and you super don't know what's coming when you've got headphones on and you're just listening to fucking Pantera, and you're just running on the treadmill and you're just watching. And that's Jennifer Aniston. Just like there's no nudity or anything, but she's just getting plowed by some dude. Cool, great, what a great for her, great for him, better for him. And then wow, I've burned a lot of calories. Yeah, so is he. <laughs> and this dude breaks in, beats the fuck out of him with the gun, and then rapes her at gunpoint. Like another panic attack. Like I don't. It just came up on me. Wasn't expecting that. Why in the fuck are you showing that movie in public? I don't want to see Jennifer. I don't want to see anyone get raped, but I don't want to see Jennifer Aniston get raped. Yeah, it was a weird. It was a weird Wednesday afternoon for me. So, uh, Human Centipede and Derailed are two movies you want to rent on the next time you're at Blockbuster. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> yeah. Just just make sure that you uh, rewind it. You don't want to get hit with that charge. <laughs> they'll, they'll break your bank on that fucking rewind charge. <laughs> Did, oh, did you used to have a rewinder? My aunt Janet did. It was we a, did. It was shaped like a, a '57 Corvette, a black. That's where they Corvette. got fun with it. Not with regular VCRs, <laughs> but they got fun with it when <laughs> it was did. just a rewinder, they didn't did. they? They did. Uh, I was just, we always just rewound it old school. Just yeah. popped it in the. Well, in you the, play it long enough, it hits the end and rewinds on itself automatically. Oh, you so. were rich, evidently, huh? No, but most of them normally do it, and then it would kick it out, and the power would turn off. But we also had a rewinder. That's how super reach we were. You were from California. Yeah. From, back in Indiana, we uh, the the tape would. Wait, we, we just was, had to hit, we had to hit rewind. We had to hit stop and then rewind and then eject and then we had to take it out of the thing by itself, put it in its case, take it back to the store. Did it have a window? No, we had to. No, it was a super, check it in it with was a catch. Supermarket or a tanning salon. To turn it in to a clerk. We did. Can I get your signature? <laughs> my friend, uh, my friend Miranda. Who isn't also on Facebook, so I, or I would name check her. Uh, she worked at a video store and would sell me cheap porn out of the back. I still have that porn. Mm, good times. <laughs> you can show me later. Hey, uh, we do. <laughs> n- we are out of chaser questions. Uh, Fuck off. I, are we really out of chaser yeah, questions? Yeah, we are. So I'm wow. going to have to uh, talk to my wife and then beat her some, and so she writes some more questions. <laughs> and uh, so on that note... We'll end you with the... Uh, no, wait, no. Uh, what the fuck are we doing next? Oh. Before we end it, I mean... We, the listeners need to prep I for prefer, the week. I prefer you don't go home and beat your wife for any okay. reason, but, I mean... I please won't. don't do that. Please, I was joking. Please. 
I think we all figured Believe that out. Believe me. Okay. What, um, what are we doing next? We, uh, we're going to Philadelphia. Are we really? Yeah. It's all time right. for you to absorb some Stallone. I, I'm not absorbing any st- Is that a euphemism? Isn't that a porn title? Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're doing Rocky, <laughs> and then we're going over to uh, Los Angeles, and we're doing Million Dollar Baby. We're doing the two uh, sporting movies that both won Oscars about 40, beating, 40 years apart, 30 beating, years apart. Beating the piss out of people might might have a guest on that i don't know we'll see <laughs> uh might have a valium and a quaalude on that one i don't know i know we're not going to do vodka again <laughs> and on that note imagine the perfect video store it would have a great selection right right over ten thousand videos three evening rentals so no rush no hassle fast checkout 24-hour quick-drop return, open late every night. Well, the perfect video store... Welcome to Blockbuster Video. ...is popping up all over the country. There's one near you. Blockbuster Video. Wow, what a difference. Six Pack Double Feature is a Cloak Pack Media production. You can like and follow them on Facebook at Six Pack Double Feature Podcast and on Instagram at Six Pack Double Feature. They aren't on Twitter because Twitter is dumb. My point is... Are you ready to be fucked, man? I see you roll your way into the semis. Dios mío, man. Liam and me, we're gonna fuck you up. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Let me tell you something, Pandeo. You pull any of your crazy shit with us, you flash a piece out on the lanes. I'll take it away from you and stick it up your ass and pull the fucking trigger till it goes click. Jesus. You said it, man. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Eight-year-olds, dude.